Welcome to episode three of No Wall Scroll. We are talking about anime here. I am Hegel Bond, Trevor Strunk, and this is my friend uh, Piss, and he is here to talk to us about, I mean, all sorts of stuff this week. But uh, but how are you, my friend? How's things going? I'm I'm doing well. Uh, as always, uh, my original name for the show, Brother Jin Presents Cop Killer, was not accepted. It was <laughs> too divisive at the marketing department. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, we we were worried. You know, it was like they hadn't finished the show yet, and uh, and they weren't sure about the relationship and like how yeah. he was going to treat uh, uh, his his various partners. And you know, it was yeah. It was seen and it's like risk. no, he's and it's like no, he just really likes iced tea. Come on, <laughs> um, did you ever get into Cop Killer, Trevor? Uh, no, I like. I mean, I like Body Count just fine. Um, yeah. I never really got into them though. Are, My, uh, did you have you gone to any body count shows? No, I've never been to a body count show. Damn although it. I think I was at a Warp Tour where uh, Ice T or Body Count played. Nice, um, nice. I mean, after last week, really, uh, you know, I always have to ask. In, in this <laughs> it's post, fair. In this post Sage Francis concert world. Oh God, yeah. I like. I think the the I did see. I think I ended up eventually. I can't remember if I ended up actually seeing MF Doom live. I don't think I did. I think every time I went to see him, he canceled. I mean, um, there's a, a, also good. would have been a chance that it wasn't MF Doom. So. Well, I love that. That's really yeah. Cool, oh yeah, actually. no, that, yeah, great, good. Like he's earned it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, I, but no, that was like Sage Francis. Yeah, absolutely. Could I could have been at a body count show? My uh, my brother-in-law. Um, he's a nice guy, but he's you know he's very. You know, fairly conservative guy, like just you know, standard dude. A, a, cra- a cracker, Trevor. Come on. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you have to say it. I can't say yeah. it. But um, the uh, he got really into NWA in like middle Fuck school. Yeah. I mean, and, ev- listen, everyone did at middle school. His uh, mom, my my mother in law, uh, uh, cut up the CD because she said not be- not for the reason you think, but because she said it was making him angry. Like his attitude changed, and he was sort of became a teen and got angry, and she blamed nice. uh, NWA for it. I mean, listen, like it, it should make you angry, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think he got angry in the right ways. Although yeah, uh, this you know. pro- probably probably yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume he did not get angry in the, the correct ways. Yes, the, the Joe Rogan endorsement might pull him, so you never know. Um, uh, Julian, uh, just a reminder to cut the next three minutes and forty five seconds uh, for <laughs> Trevor and I's very in depth and nuanced Joe Rogan conversation that everyone wants to hear. <laughs> that, that also won't just be dated by the time this podcast comes. I out. hope so. I mean, I, God, yeah. God willing, it's probably going to come out later this week. And uh, boy, I hope so. I hope so by that point. But um, yeah, no. So, uh, but yeah, no. I've never been to a cop killer show, or I've never been to a body count show. I've never heard cop killer live. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, no. Have you have you seen body count live? I've not. I've not seen body count live. I've been in the same restaurant as ice as uh, ice tea though. That's oh, cool. One. I did not realize it until I was leaving. I was like, ah, this, these sandwiches are kind of kind of suck, but, you know, <laughs> it'll be okay. I, uh, I think that's always the best way to do it, though, because, like, I feel like if you if you're like a like a nice person, you don't want to bother people in a restaurant like that. But also oh, in God, the back no. of your mind, yeah. you're like you're just like, oh, man, that's that guy that I know. Yeah, it's like I was like out of the corner of my eyes, like, yeah, that's Ice T. Cool, great, thank you. You've done so much for uh, gamer awareness. I'm sorry <laughs> that you work on the cop propaganda show, um, but you know. Actually, Julian had a great tweet about that, where there was like a study that came out um, uh, that said like uh, cop shows uh, produce, you know, uh, work as police propaganda. And Julian's oh, tweet was Julian's tweet was just like, wait, what? <laughs> 
You're telling me that the media that we consume has, uh, in many cases, subtle like influences on us. I have, to, I have to tell Michael Foucault this immediately. What the fuck, yeah, man? Quick, get him on the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I'm glad that you didn't bother Ice T. That was that's a that's a that's a good that's a good move on your part. Um, he doesn't deserve to be bothered. In any case, um, this week's show, this week's episodes, this week's slate of episodes are really good. Yeah. I thought they were very very well done, and uh, they went in directions I didn't expect. Oh, they 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 snuck up on you, Trevor. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I thought the politics would sneak up on me for sure, and they kind of did, and we'll talk about that. But, like, the the thing that really snuck up on me was um, the way that um, the way that they handled the relationships. I thought the relationship uh, stuff in this one was extremely, I don't know, like, fairly nuanced. Um, and not how, it, more than nuanced, just, like, super unexpected. Like, I didn't see any of the stuff going the way it did. Again, you know, just you got to bask in storytelling, Trevor. I'm so happy for you. I know. Usually, I'm stuck with like you've been you know, playing storytelling so many, of a Metroidvania playing, or something. Yeah, you've been playing like so many AAA video games. It's just you know, <laughs> I've, I've tried not to, but I guess I have been playing a lot of Final Fantasy, which is a AAA video game. Yeah, slightly better storytelling, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm used to I'm used to just like the absolute worst uh, in storytelling possible. So it's it's nice that. Uh, it's it's nice that I can kind of free myself a little bit. Well, uh, speaking of freeing yourself, should we uh, should we just get into it? Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna tell the audience. I'm gonna let you do a lot of this one. I'm gonna obviously be here and responding and all, yeah. but I'm gonna let you take lead because um, this deals with some Japanese history that uh, that Piss looked into, and I looked into a little bit based on uh, his cues, but uh, the, you're you're the knowledge holder this time. I, I do. I do. I just wasn't. I didn't look into because of the show. You know, I, uh, you know, I just no, I some really, background stuff. But sorry, you, no, no, no. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to suggest that. Like you were just, you just yeah. like Googled it. Yeah, um, I mean, no, no, we're no, just no. talking yeah. about how media influences us. I saw the show. I saw that they the word communism appeared on the screen. I was like, shit, I got to spend forty hours on this. Um, <laughs> And, 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 and you came up with some good stuff. So, I mean, yeah. like, that's that's all that matters. Yeah. The first person to ever do it, I got to say. You did uh, research, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like you might be the first person in a podcast to do research. Yeah. Oh, I'm also the first person on a podcast to do a, a correction, uh, unprompted. Uh, oh, last, yeah. Jeez, last, this is a big one, well, too. Well, there's two, two one. Uh, one. One's somewhat more serious than the other. But last week I said uh, clementines on the train instead of tangerines. I let my own uh, personal... Uh, citrus preferences cloud my judgment sorry uh second one on a on a more uh, serious note in one of the episodes where i was talking about like my nerve damage and how i have to do my bullshit exercise routine mm-hmm. it might might have come off like weird stuff about bodies i don't mean like i don't and did not mean to be as more and more research shows up like fitness is just a big fucking scam to make you spend money and get body dysmorphia and oh yeah it. sure yeah like yeah so hope it didn't come across that way well it didn't come across that way to me but i think it's nice of you to say it yeah well um so anyway let's let's uh let's start off with uh being reminded that centauro uh is a pig's ass right again episode seven starting Uh, off reminding us where richie's head's at so sad man this episode was so sad at the beginning well, yeah, because it's that, and then, it, like, the actual, like, new content of the episode is just that shot from the first episode, and him going, like, 
This fucking slope, man. I fucking suck so bad. Um, and uh, although quickly does um, show like, ah, no, times have changed, even if, you know, Richie is not internalizing that because, you know, all the girls start talking to him and he's like, ah, I don't have any nausea, which <laughs> that was a big deal. Incre- like very, very funny, like possibly probably like too funny for this scene, honestly. But yeah, man, when all these girls are talking to me, I don't I also don't feel any nausea. Um, <laughs> I liked I liked how the girls were like were pleased with him because he you know, he basically said like, oh, yeah, me and uh, uh, Ritsuko are not uh, are not dating. Like we're just friends. And then and then he's like, they're like, wow, you looked like you were going to yell at us there. That's so <laughs> yes. cool. You seemed unapproachable. <laughs> like I was worried you were like a, a red pill. Um <laughs> But now you just want to yell at us like normal guys. This yeah. is great. Yeah. But now, like, we're giving you a reason to be angry at us, and you're still not. So, like, good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, however, unfortunately, uh, as as he's leaving school, Centaur is waiting for him at the gate. He's got the hat on. He's chewing, you know, hay. He's, he's really, like, showing. Playing it on thick. Yeah. And Richie's just like, nah, I'm, I'm still going to ignore you. And, you know, it's really sad. It's harsh. Uh, yeah, Centaur's not in a great headspace. Uh, yeah, because it like cuts to like Centaur like spitting the hay out of his mouth, and then just the immediate cut to like that band house, and it's just thunderstorming for a good two or three seconds. Like, all right, yeah, subtlety is for cowards. Thank you, thank you for this <laughs> reminder. Um, and like this band room is in like Rinosuke's dad's gun shelter or something. Um, yeah, that guy has like a very scary room. Yeah, that's like a very like immediately you understand what kind of rich people these guys are. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't like that room very much. No, no. Well, it's like like making a big deal. It's like ah, it's separated from the rest of the house, and <laughs> it has all of our weapons. Um, now, do you know if it was legal for for Japanese people to own guns at this point? Is that like are you privately allowed to own guns? I, I realize there's military I, limitations. Yeah, like uh, military and you know civilian. I, I'm sure. just going to guess yes, because these were okay. probably qualified as hunting rifles. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That would explain why a lot yeah, of them look that way, too. Uh, like, I mean, you know, I can look up Japanese gun laws, 1960s, uh, real quick. As um, Yeah, sorry to spring uh, that on you, but it's just, replica, it just popped into my head that probably... Uh, okay, it was actually later in the 60s. I was like, yeah, these uh, replica crimes led to uh, increased... Uh, just general, hey, no more guns, shitheads. Okay. Um, but, um... That's interesting. I mean, it definitely is, like, coded as, like, a, a the kind of right nationalist to yeah. uh, Jun's later left. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah, so, so yeah, they're at the practice... Yeah, no, good point. I hadn't actually connected those two, but they're at the practice. Um, there's, like, the... the, the Seiji just, like... Yeah, we're not the we're not just the Beatles now. We're just doing all the hits, which is just like really good, like dumb teen boy stuff. Like, yeah, no, it's it's going to be really easy to do all these different bands. I really liked the bands they chose, though. Like the Spiders were cool. I didn't know them. And I really liked the I really liked Bang, Bang, Bang. That was a cool song. But, um, you know, uh, and then Centauro, uh, as as he does, takes out all of his uh, sadness on the on the drums. And you just get the shot of Richie, of course, walking by the house outside. Not sure if he can hear the drums, but 
he probably does. He's probably sad over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he's playing his rock and roll drums and then just, you know, immediately it's the next day he's at the record store and uh, John Coltrane has died. Very sad. Yeah. He says he's in mourning for Coltrane. And I, I felt it, even though John Coltrane's been dead so long that it John Coltrane no longer has been dead me. well before you were alive. Oh, far long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. basically, like John Coltrane just sneaked in before my dad was like just after my dad. was. Yeah. Born. Like, um, like, <laughs> so, um, but yeah. And it's just that it's like, oh, yep. And also Eureka's here. She's got, you know, she's checking out that Chet Baker record because, you know, Jun just sang it at the party. Um, or show, not, you know, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and you know, Coltrane's death, the band, Richie stars really not doing great. And I like the Chet, I guess like the Chet Baker thing just throws him over the edge because they're, you know, walking down into the basement and it's all dark and just, you know, ah, you're come up, you know, prop you up against the wall and do the, you know, the classic hand on the wall kiss. Except you know she, she she's not looking great through this. No. Um, yeah, she she doesn't seem pleased, and then she sort of kind it, of leans in. Well, it, it it like reads as like that, like resigned, like yeah, uh, this is gonna happen. Is I gonna, guess very it, much like the kiss that uh, Risiko got in the yeah, previous series. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like very much, and it, it, you know, it's like the classic thing of like if I you know resist this sex act that I'm not into it's only gonna like make it worse for me in this moment so right yeah you know fun starts of the episode uh, yeah but, it, th- these are much more uplifting episodes than our last three and I feel like they don't seem that way yet <laughs> no they don't start that way. well because like at the last minute before the like or last second before the kiss like brother June interrupts them and it's just the most like disheveled um like cranky motherfucker imaginable um Yurika, perfect hangover animation yeah perfect hangover animation yurika uses this as a way to get out uh like you know <laughs> he like says like ah your your woman left her record and centauro just punches him in the throat and then like half jogs <laughs> away and like is clearly having a meltdown it's great <laughs> You feel really bad for for Sen at this point. Like it's. Just I don't know. Like, I, I felt bad for Brother Jin. He just got punched. The, he just got punched, man. I don't know. I feel like I, I guess like for me, I kind of understood why uh, Centaro was doing that. In that, like, not because of not because of uh, Yurika, although I think that's probably why he thought he was, but just because yeah. like Jin really just like vanished and then like just showed up without any. Yeah. I mean, he was like his brother, and then he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, disappeared, and has come back and like clearly not a good like space and showed up at not a great time. I'm sure, you know, Centaur are not super proud of that. Right. Sure. Um, anyway, or back at school, uh, rich, uh, Richie and Ritzko, uh, their classmates clearly not believing, uh, Richie when he said like, we're definitely not dating, nominate them for the school <laughs> festival planning committee. Um, which is, a forcing a, a meet cute. Yeah. Force. Well, yeah. Cause that's what it is, right? It's, uh, you know, they're sitting at the, like, application bench. Ritzko's like, I'm going to give you some exposition about Brother June real quick. Uh, and then I'm going to go walk away, run into Centauro, and make Centauro, like, talk to you. Uh, about, like, nominally about the band application and Centauro's, and, like, spelling mistakes. Um, <laughs> but, but then, like, the two of them both realizing, like, I don't know how to talk right now. 
Um, yeah, and like this was this was like the one moment where I couldn't figure out. Like, obviously, uh, Richie doesn't. He like he just doesn't know how to talk. Like, that's very very obvious. But I couldn't yeah. tell if Centaro didn't know how to talk or if just like he was not interested in talking. Like, it was it was a difficult thing to parse there. Where where his I, head I was could, at. I th- I think with like how this episode ends, it uh, like becomes clear that. Like, oh, no, Centaur, like, as you know, he still very much wants to be friend, but I could understand, yeah. like, in the moment, being like, what's he at? Um, yeah, yeah, in the moment, like, I wasn't sure. Well, especially because, like, at the end, like, you see Richie stands up and is, like, calling out to Centauro and is like, ah, no, my bureau- my, my bureau- uh, bureaucratic job is getting in the way. I must um, I must fill out these forms. I'm so sorry. Yeah, a triplicate, man. It's fucked up. Um and then we ju- and then we just get like the most. Then we just get like immediate time skip. It's day of the festival. Nothing important was going to happen anyway because these homies have not reconciled at all. Yeah, all, all that's going to happen is practicing yeah. and like awkward glances at Ritsko. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing, nothing great. Yeah, um, and then it's time for the Olympus to perform. Uh, SHU's band um, and Richie can't even bring himself to be in the building as they get started. So good. Well, and someone else can't too. Well, yeah, and he goes outside and he sees um, a very forlorn Eureka. Um, I forget what she says here, but it's just like, she's just like, yeah, I couldn't, it, some variation of like, I couldn't give him what he wanted or something. Um, or do you remember exactly what she was? Yeah, it was like, I. she said, I... Betray- I, I in my loneliness I betrayed him like yeah. at like the last at like the my loneliest moment it, it sort of seemed yeah. to me like she went I, the way I read it was like I couldn't I couldn't figure out if she was saying she betrayed Jun or uh Sen and then I also thought like probably it was Sen and what she meant was like she she betrayed him by like going in for the kiss and like blaming yeah. it on the fact that Jun just had not been around and had yeah. sort of like ghosted her for months. You were at home. Rewatch this scene and then uh, tell Trevor how much of a fucking idiot he is for not understanding. That's Come on, don't do that. On Twitter. Don't do it. Um, you, you're allowed to. I just thought it was kind of. Uh, I mean, I, I yeah. No, um, no, it's good. <laughs> um, uh, but then, like, as there as this conversation is starting, there's the immediate uh, amp tragedy. All the lights still work, but hey, these amps aren't good anymore. Yeah, uh, which is actually, as someone who played a bunch of shows, that happens a lot. Where like just like everyone's amp stops working, and it's yeah, like, completely it, unclear as to why. You you love it. You love live demos, folks. Um, and you know you get and you get the like seniors just giving them shits like, ah, oh, you just wanted to show off your electric guitars, didn't you, you little, you little creeps? And uh, Centaur is just like, hey, we, we can't, like, afford this stuff. We're just we're just trying to have a good time. Seiji's here has got, like, dreams for the future. Um, it's like, you know, classic good Centaur. Wouldn't really be uh, worth mentioning if it wasn't for what happens immediately after, which is Maro, who at this point has spent multiple years with Centaro and has been with, in a band with him for a few months, going like, huh, you're actually nice. <laughs> it's so good. Like, Maru is like, is, is, is like the perfect sort of like victim for a bully in an anime. And yeah. that like, he doesn't realize that his bully is actually a big hearted friend. Yeah. And like, well, just never, never seems to get it. And like, I haven't read the manga for this, but like, 
I was maybe Centauro had like some more menacing stuff in there, but like Centauro's never been threatened. Like the only people he's fought are shitheads who like deserved it. He's, yeah, the worst thing he does is like grab Maru's cheeks. Yeah, he's you know he's he's a he's a he's a big biracial teddy bear, and for that we respect him. Um, but so but, so, and, but and more importantly for the plot. Uh, you know, R- Richie having his, uh, you know, level seven security clearance armband um, goes yeah, like behind the stage trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Um, and then he just overhears Maru and Santaro talking and Maru goes like, we can we can keep the band going. Um, right. Uh, if you want. <laughs> and Santaro's like, nah, I like jazz. Also, I've been keeping my very special partner waiting. That was so nice. <laughs> and like that. as and like as the line ends, you get like the mental image Richie has of like you know like the friend who said he was going to send him letters but never did. This is just like ah, a letter has appeared in my inbox. That was the nicest which, image where he, little Richie opens the opens it and it's like a letter's in there and he's so which happy. I think works better in twenty twenty when we're all like you know all have our message like you know Discord and Line and all that's like yeah, yeah no I really do, like when that when I get the message from the friend it really does hit like that damn yeah yeah exactly oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but like can't figure out but you know he's you know he's punch drunk uh, he doesn't care about figuring out the amps anymore that's what i believe it's i mean it's not in the text but i believe that he just doesn't care about finding that anymore yeah um, and um oh yeah way, i agree yeah just gives as, up. A, as a way to um calm down um uh everyone richie has his first chad moment in the entire show um which is he just starts playing <laughs> on the piano so it's like i great. know on this i'm gonna play a very wavy version of my favorite things uh and then when centaro uh joins him on the drums it just becomes you know to got just it becomes guys being dudes uh, yeah and like just the best version of yeah. uh, my, and and even even um Ritsuko realizes it because she remembers when richie was playing it for her and uh, in, in his initial like worst moment yeah. um when he confesses his love um, she remembers it and she goes, wait, now it's different because it's yeah. like a jazz song and it's not yeah, it's, just boring it's, it's old different. favorite things. Like he's like, cause he's playing it with his friend. It's great. The entire student body is, you know, <laughs> losing their shit and just not like overflowing the hall, which I mean, yeah. How, how, you know, this is a fictional story. Um, well, yeah, no, no one's, no one's getting this excited about, uh, you know, no one's getting this excited about like a bunch of, uh, jazz being played yeah. in the auditorium yeah still uh it, it, it's like a good flourishing effect and then like the moment uh the performance end centaur just grabs richie's hand they go out running and you know richie realizes like all this weight that's been on my like me these past few months are just gone my yeah. homie is back um yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's the that's the episode. Um, that was a really cool way to end that to like end that little rift between them because it showed that yeah. it was like a serious thing, but they also mm-hmm. just like what I liked about it was they they were able to become friends again without some sort of like huge denouement. It was just like they just kind of figured out how to be friends again. Yeah. And like I feel like that's a little truer to life than a lot of like the, you know, we're going to have to work at this man. We're going to have to like as, make this as, work. Especially as teenagers cuz like oh, yeah. I got in fights you know, with a lot of my friends with teens and the thing that would make us like, you know, be friends again is like, Hey, you watched the game last night. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it was great. Um, D max score 35. 
Um, <laughs> I like having very specific memory. Um, so yeah, like of seeing know. a good T Mac game. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> you know, my friend was a very cursed Rockets fan. You know? Oh no. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's 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 cool. Like it it yeah. is very true to teens. Yeah. Uh, as as two as two teens ourselves. Well. Um, we're we're better than teens at this because we've been there, man. We can see. <laughs> that's, fair, that's fair. That's um, fair. Yeah. Uh, and um, and yeah. Is there anything else you want to bring up this episode? Uh, no, I mean it was a great episode. It yeah. wasn't like it, it wasn't super deep. It was just like a really well executed episode. I just enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch like a, a happy episode. I feel like this this show definitely dabbles with happy and sad like it's yeah. definitely not one or the other but uh damn storytelling can be many things just keep Shit. in mind i've been doing a video game podcast yeah, for a while i, know, I just I know um i don't i don't have uh i don't have the, the i don't have the old chops of uh, of when i was reading books but um yeah like the i, I feel like this like it, it really mixes it but it is fun to watch like just everyone do okay yeah. Like it's nice to see Centaro and Richie and Risco and everyone just like happy at the end of an episode. Yeah, it it it, it and it is that thing. And because of the content of this is like, oh, we're like you know things are better. It is that thing of like last episode ended, and if like in Richie's mind is like, oh, this is all over. This is like my life now. And then yeah, in the tone of this episode being like fairly light and you know easy going is like, oh. All those things that you think are just going to kill you when you're a teenager <laughs> end up not really mattering. Yeah, that's um, right. And I think like the you know, like it's it's funny because like the episode starts with like one of the things you didn't mention in the episode that I thought was a funny laugh line was. Um, but of course, it was also a cringe line because of when like it, it came about. But I thought the the thing where um, uh, Ritzko offers. Uh, um Richie some food uh, in class oh, yes. and the food is is clams <laughs> boiled in soy sauce. Yeah. He's like, well, well, this is really good. Well, what is first it? Of all, it's an onigiri, which we've yeah. established is like the cursed food for it's Richie. It's the food of love. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like Rich, Richie comes in contact with an onigiri. He's going to feel sad. Um, <laughs> and he loves it. He's, he's like, this yeah. is great. What is it? And she goes, yeah. it's clams and soy sauce and immediately flashes back to the clam digging. And but like Richie, like, but like Richie has none of that because, right. you know, as it turns out, this isn't, yeah, this isn't as big of a deal. Um, right. So uh, also the Omake just being like Centaro reading like Yakuza lines is very funny. <laughs> it was really good. I liked it yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's head into, let's get we, into got, the meat we got of through, it. we got through that pretty, pretty fast for us. Uh, but I know by saying that this is now going to be a three hour episode. I um, love it. I love going to bed at 2am. Yeah. Um, but, um, let's, uh, let's, let's get into episode eight. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, the performance has ended. They're now the two biggest celebrities at the school. Uh, Seiji himself said like, ah, uh, they're, they're like the Beatles here. Um, <laughs> I um, liked I liked what um I liked Seiji's thing where he says like basically he like the the other guys like man the the girl should have been chasing after us and Seiji says like no it's actually good and he says I've learned from them like 
I'm gonna I'm gonna become so you, good that they'll never catch you. You know, you, you learn you know you learn a lot more from your losses than your wins, right? It's um, like, man, good good for you. That's, yeah, that's a good attitude. Yeah, and like it's showing that like their their friendship is so like back on track that Richie is the one going like, all right, here's where we run and when. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, that was like the one moment where it felt like Richie was like comfortable. Yeah, and like comfortable with saying, like I think one of the one of the things that struck me at the beginning of this episode was how um was how uh they they're all asking uh like the newspaper the school newspaper comes up and asks them like what did you guys become friends like what you know how oh, yeah, happened and stuff about that. and like i mean that's what that's who they run from and they yeah. he he says like it's like the first time Richie has not said in a moment like that oh this guy's not my friend um and like yeah, he's giving me shit He's actually willing to be like, yeah, no, we're friends and we're going to run away from these people. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, and, you know, as they're running away, they, you know, grab Risco um, and we're off to the record store. It is the triumphant return of Richie. Uh, Risco's dad's like, ah, welcome back, shithead. After um, apologizing to the dad for not showing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, And it's like, but immediately, like, you know, time to look. Richie gets a little more of the brother Jun situation. You know, he's been dis- he's dis- was disowned for, from his family because he's become, you know, a new left activist and has dropped out of college. Um, Something all of our DSA listeners can totally relate to. Oh, yeah. Very relatable. Disowned from their parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what I what I like is that Richie, like, has no conception of what any of that means, though, because, like. You, like Centaro is clearly like affected by this and is like struggling, but Richie's just like, my friend's sad. I should do my Bill Evans impression. That'll yeah. that that'll win that'll win everyone over. And it does. It, <laughs> it was does. so good. Like it was yeah. and, and I mean he does the thing that I think all of us have done where like we don't know we, we like know someone who's very funny. I mean I think like especially in high school, yeah. like if you know someone who's funny and you want them to think you're funny and you finally try a joke. Yeah. And and instantly you're like, well, that didn't land. I gotta, I, I'll disavow it. <laughs> that yeah. that'll work. Um, yeah. But it does work because it yeah. is funny. But I, uh, but I do like how like naturalist this feels. Where like of like Richie, why the fuck would he know what like the new left stuff was? He's a rich. He's like a rich kid, you know, going to high school. Um, and it would be weird one for him to like be up on it, and two for one of them to go like, well, Richie, sit down. Here's a seven minute info dump. Um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to just, you know, let that let that go. I agree. Yeah, no, it was it was and especially like when when Richie was like uh, it, was, it was later in the episode, it might even that's actually in the next episode. But mm-hmm. uh, he he keeps saying to Centaro, like, hey, look, you, you got to go see Brother Jun. Like, yeah. you have to go talk to him. And it's never about like, you know, like he's fighting for something he believes in, man. Like, it's always just like he's your brother. Like, you have yeah. to go see him. R- Richie's class consciousness like that's it's like a D rank right now. Um, yeah, not not particularly yeah. uh, clear ca- class consciousness. It's yeah. it's it's he's like not, he's not a woke teen. No, it's sort of it's, it's kind of like when when people would post on Twitter and then they'd say like, oh, I'm I don't I'm not political. Like Richie you know, three or four years would ago. be way into Coney 2012. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like that. That's the level he's operating at generally. <laughs> like he understands that racism fucking sucks. Um, and he likes girls and anything beyond that is just kind of up in the air. Um, yeah. that seems right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know what? Uh, that's not a terrible base to start from. Yeah. 
It, it, it truly isn't. I've heard worse. Let me, oh, let me tell you. I fucking heard worse. Let me, yeah. Let me tell you about my high school days. Uh, <laughs> and, but, um, but, so, but, you know, if they go off and they're going to have a session and we, we cut away to uh, Eureka walking through town and she sees uh, June on the street, you know, looking like, uh, you know, he Hell. shaved, but still, still a mess, still smoking real cool. And um, she, she, you know, she trails him and then just sits right outside of his apartment, like figuring like, I don't know what to do. Should I like, even going talking to him? Which like, clearly this is what you want to be doing when you are at someone's door. It was a very cool moment of like a girl in an anime being exactly as awkward as all the men in the anime. Yeah. Like just like clearly not knowing what to do, clearly being like, well, I like this guy a lot, yeah. but I don't, I don't That's, know. What yeah. Cause do. like in general, you know, Ritzko has had to carry all the emotional intelligence. Uh, of, <laughs> yes, of exactly. Um, and so it is, you know, uh, it is good to see Eureka having all this indecision. Um, and, you know, she puts the cigarette of because, you know, he dropped a box of cigarettes. She's put one in her mouth, which just immediately signals him to, like, walk outside and, like, you know, pull it out and, you know, light it for himself. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just, just like a very funny, um, like, it, like reintroduction. And it like and it shows off like what he how he's like his plan of how to disengage with her, which is just like. Kind of just be a shithead. Um, yeah, and like just yeah. like pretend he's going to assault her. Just like all the stuff yeah, we'll, he thinks we'll get, is like the worst. Oh, I didn't. I yeah. didn't know. No, 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 no. It's good. No, so I talk about that now, which like we'll really get into in a bit. But like, it is a good way to introduce like, uh, like he's he has he's thought this through. Um, before before all that though, we do have the return of Richie's hot boy summer. Um, as <laughs> Ritsuko is just like walking through school, and a girl shows up and is like, "Hey, I'm." Do me a solid, right? I need you to deliver this gift. <laughs> so, uh, so good. I couldn't which, possibly uh, deliver. <laughs> which, again, just like flooding back lots of terrible memories um, of, you know, me and my friends uh, being teens. But um, this is a real memory show if you've been a teen. Like, <laughs> if you are if you done have, being a teen. And if you uh, haven't been a teen, um, this is your new favorite gotcha game, right? So you're going to need to get yeah. your parents' credit card at uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash hagglebomb. Every Just, $5 you pledge, you get 25 it, H-bucks. It's cat girls and tower defense. What more do you want? That's um, right. I'm going to I'm gonna get someone. I'm going to pay someone on Fiverr to make this game tonight. We'll oh, no, that's, Ar- that's, that's Arknights. We, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. We, I'll, I'll go on your video game show to talk about Arknights. <laughs> um, but, uh... Man, we've really, we've really done like a good job going through my favorite episode of the show so far. Um, yeah, we're doing a really good job. Yeah, but that's okay. It's, it's all right. It's good. Um, so, uh, so, um, and Ritzko, she does deliver like the gift, um, and then she's, you know, she starts realizing like, am I feeling jealous? Nah, probably not. Probably not. I will stare at Richie for a little bit just to, like, make sure that I'm not jealous. Um, <laughs> and she says, am I jealous? And she goes, well, why would I be jealous? It doesn't have anything to do with me, which yeah. is very funny. Um, and then one of her friends um, shows up with, like, the fashion magazine. And, you know, she's like, ah, I need your advice. There's, like, this guy I really like. Uh, like, what, like, what, like, do you, um, can you give me... Uh, what scarf looks best yeah like what scarf looks best 
Um, and, you know, uh, Rich is like, oh, I don't really know. Um, I don't have anyone I like. And the friend is like, nah, you, 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 you do, though. Um, <laughs> like, um, Fellas, we love when ladies make us scarves, don't we? Yeah. And, you know, Rit then, like, you know, leaves the magazine with Ritzko and she just, like, sees the blue sweater vest and immediately, like, pictures Richie in it. So, like, <laughs> Such yeah. a funny moment where, like, yeah. the, the head goes over the body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just full on. Uh, and, I mean, listen, he does look good in, in, in that sweater. Looks great. Here. Yeah. Um, listen, it, it suits him. The, the color is him. Yeah. And then when she realizes what she's doing, she just, you know, puts the magazine in her face, fully embarrassed, just discreet, um, and realizes that she needs to knit. <laughs> yeah. It, this is, like... Is this like it felt like the a real intrusion of uh, of the gender roles that I'm sure were very common in those days, where mm-hmm. like the thing you did if you liked a boy was knit him something. It's like man, that's I mean, a, I, f- I feel like hey, that's not is that like still. A I feel is that like a thing well, still? I just I don't feel like that's a Japan thing. I feel like yeah, that you you know you make the boy you like something. Um, yeah, or you know the girl you like something. Show well, it felt, that it's it felt that real love. Yeah, I guess that's true. It just felt it felt very much like a. Uh, like an old fashioned trad wife sort of yeah. thing, but I'm probably oh. projecting a little. I mean, she, I mean, she she is Catholic, like, and she edits the '60s. Catholic in the '60s. Oh yeah. man, uh, get someone from the Guardian to write an article about her. Yeah, that's uh, oh, no, please, please, the BBC, Trevor. Oh, excuse now. me. Yeah, sorry, sorry, um, I'm sorry. Get your trad wife content straight. <laughs> uh, anyway, haha, funny joke time. Um, we are back to Brother June, um, and this is like where he really doubles down on, you know. The strategy, yeah. which I've, you know, I, I, I've done this before. I'm, you know, not sure that you've done it, but you've probably done it of the, I feel really bad right now. And this person clearly cares about me. What I should do is make sure that they don't fucking care about me. Cause I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and he takes it, um, uh, you know, in a show. Sure, I understand. Like when he like knocks her down, is like standing over, is like I understand. Like sure, you know, go all out. Not a uh, watching this now in twenty twenty, and uh, is like uh, like when my you know things have happened in my life. It's like right. Ah, uh, yeah, this is a bit. Hey, gang. Um, it's a bit. Like, mu- it's 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 harsh, and like it's yeah. it's hard for like a number of reasons. I mean, the one reason like. I would say it doesn't it doesn't shock me that especially what we learn about Jun in that like Jun is not like a very um, he, he tries hard, but he's not like the yeah. he's not the most like incisive person. Yeah. Like he just kind of I, mean, I, th- I think like the I think that this works well for the show. I'm not saying like, ah, they should. Oh, yeah. No. Broached like him being mean. But it is like, you know, a shocking image. Um, it is. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's shocking, like in in no small part because like of the way that um, she reacts too, where yeah. like she just basically says like, well, I don't believe you. So you can do whatever you want to me. And it, it is like, well, it is if, like she is much more active. Like at the uh, last episode with um, Centauro, she's like yes, passive right. and then like re- resigned to it where it here she's just like immediately like calling her bluff. Like she just says like. Yeah, you're you're doing this because you want to push me away. Um, yeah, because you and, know I care about you. And it's like it is a it, it's like a moment where you sort of get that um, really harmful trope of uh, Japanese uh, female passivity, 
uh, to sex? Uh, I, but, I'd say like Southeast Asian women in general. Okay. But yeah, but no, I mean, Japanese women are definitely part of that. But like, so Southeast, yeah, you know, you're right though. Like Southeast Asian women like are, are passive in sex. This is like a, a, a harmful trope. Or, but or the, just like in general, they're either like very yeah. passive or they're the tiger mom. Those right, are, right, right, right. the two characters. Congrats on the representation. <laughs> but she also like, it, it's that, but it's also kind of like, it is a subversion of that because she's basically saying like, yeah, do what you want because I don't, I, I think you're like, I'm going to call your bluff here. Yeah. So it's a like, very active choice. That life. Yeah. But it's like a really, it, it's, it's really fraught. Like it's a, it's a rough scene. Well, like, and then, uh, it, um, and like when she tells him that, um, and then just, you know, he stands up, starts like, you know, in a lot of shows, this would be where like, you know, I'm the man, I'm going to go monologue. And she's like, no, you, you can start doing that. I am going to just like cut my hair and show you how like serious I am, though. Um, yeah. Which I think like is both like very evocative um, and just like, but also very funny. It's, it's very funny. It was cool. Yeah, it was like, and I like that she cut it with like, the weird like nail scissors he has yeah. and like is um no i mean and i should say like what i was saying there could be misconstrued as me saying that this scene was not good like everything about the no. scene is excellent like it's it's yeah. all chosen and done very well yeah. it's just like a, a tricky it's it's it you know they're dealing yeah. with uh, heavy content yeah and the, I, I would say both of these episodes do not shy away from heavy content yeah um yeah no but it, it does a good job and like as she's cutting her hair and like showing that like she is committed to him that you know brings up his his shit and we learn and like like we just this is how we learn in like in detail like what brother Jun's like gone through we like yeah you know it starts off with you know him it starts off with the first like three lines of a speech two of them are just like hey I'm I'm just passing through but I'm gonna give my two cents um <laughs> <laughs> Which is like funny, um, but then it like it shows him reading this book, the decline of the false system. Um, you know, we get the strike banners. Um, we get like the you know the police violence. Shock! I know. I like. I know. It's like widely understood that cops are only bad in America. Uh, I know they don't even carry fine. guns in Britain, and um, they stop knife crimes. Uh, yeah, like I, you know. Uh, this is probably going to be like hard to process that maybe it's not only American where cops are. Bad. Isn't ACAB like American cops are bastards? Is yes, that what that, yes, that's what that yes. means? Right. Um, yeah. Um, no, I actually, so one of the things you sent was like, uh, uh, some stuff about the, the author of that book and which included yeah. like, um, uh, 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 the name escapes me all of a sudden. I'm so sorry. Uh, 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 uh Yoshimoto, uh, Takaki, yeah. uh, Yoshimoto. Um, but I was really – I thought it was fascinating because, like, the the uh, Japanese Marxism that I'm uh, familiar with is, like, later, like uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Karatani and, like, the yeah. weird sort of, like, theoretical uh, architecture stuff, uh, yeah. which is great. You know, go read it. It's mm -hmm. really cool. But, like, I liked that sort of, like, Japan in the 60s was sort of, like – there's similarities to the current moment in America in that, like, a bunch of disaffected young people are saying, like, hey, why are why is everyone so gung ho about, like, war and imperialism and all this stuff, um, which, I mean, has happened before. Yeah. It's not just this moment. But, like, I thought it was cool to read about how the the 60s in, uh, in Japan had this just, like, 
immediate signifier for that, where it's just like, hey, like we did all this war stuff in uh, in World War II. It was like the wartime era, and that yeah. completely destroyed a generation. And now, and now America's here, and they're just building bases everywhere. Like, can yeah, we, so we need to do something get, else. So, should I just? Should we go into this now, or should I finish the episode, or well, like uh, um, finish the episode? I'm sorry, I, should, I, I probably yeah, yeah no no it's good. first. I know I think it's good just because you know, like in this scene, it is very much like broad strokes. If you know it, great. Like you'll clearly understand. If you don't know it, this this guy's helmet is still gonna say like Japanese, you know, communist youth league, and you're gonna see cops beating the shit out of people. Right. Um. Like it's not subtle. Um. But you know, you, there is like context missing. Um. And and this this scene generally ends with like him in a hospital. I don't know if it's a hospital. Uh. But um. He's seeing his friend that was like inspired by him with you know bandaged hands talking about how he'll never be able to play music again um but is thing like they've broken my body but my, not my spirit um and like this causes uh, like a survivor's guilt type thing in june like which you know i'm not gonna get into super specifics uh mm-hmm. but like in left spaces that you, you know you see that or like yeah. not even left but like you know with a lot of my friends and family when the shit has happened and you are one of the people where it hasn't happened. Like, like, Oh fuck, this is my fault. Shit. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's two things like there's that. And then there's also the feeling of, um, like looking at every misfortune as a way to then re recommit yourself to the movement. Like the, his friend who was yeah. like, I can't play saxophone anymore, but if you think about it, that's a good thing. Cause oh, yeah, now yeah, I can yeah, get rid of that. Like, like it's very freeing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like both are, hard and and not like yeah. i mean they're not healthy neither is particularly yeah. healthy but like, yeah. like both listen, are very I'm, real reactions i'm all about committing yourself to doing direct action in your daily life and all that but it when, like when you hear it as like this person like i no longer have any sense of self it's all for the movement like it's like uh i'm not sorry, good man yeah that's yeah. that's bad like, and, and of course like it, you, you see because uh, at the say, best oh, at yeah. the best case scenario of that you just see people burn out um Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, worst and case, he doesn't have jazz to fall back on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, well, and we get the, like that flashback. Um, we are back in the present. You know, Yuri. Like this has not like been explained to Yurika for like you know, Brother Jin has just been you know having these flashbacks, and um, we get Yurika saying that like I don't know what's going on, but as I've shown, like I'm here for you and want to be here for you. And, you know, they embrace it's a it's a very effective like she pulls like she like the pill bottle out of his hand um, and is just generally like, hey, um, yeah, I, I care about you, shithead. Um, it's just, you know, a, a nice, a nice, a nice cap on the scene. Um, yeah. And it's it's a moment where they're both being really honest, where she says, like, yeah. listen, like, I get that you went through something. I'm not going to ask you what yeah. it is, but you're hurting. Like, yeah. let me support you a little. And then he literally lets her support him. And it's like, okay, yeah. it's, it's, it's nice. It's like both of yeah. them are just sort of saying like, okay, like, yes, you, I yeah. want you in my life somehow. Yeah. Um, and then, at, and then we like, you know, we're back with Centauro, um, you know, uh, and he's just like at school and he overhears that, you know, Yuri has been acting out recently. Um, I like, she's gotten called in the teacher's office yet again. And, you know, he then he sees her in the teacher's office with her new haircut. She might even and, have a broken heart. Yeah. And, like, overhears, like, 
ah, that's the hair of a broken heart. And, you know, he immediately, like, ah, fuck, it's Brother June, I bet. Um, And he's, like, walking over there, thinking about, like, the entirety of his friendship with June. Um, And, you know, on the way to the apartment, he gets the apartment, opens the door, sees that she's there, and, like, very quickly realizes, ah. I got this wrong. It's the opposite of what I thought. Man, how many times has this happened to you? Because I feel like it's happened to me before. It's, Not literally uh, opening the door of an apartment, like in uh, you know Japan, but uh, <laughs> like <laughs> thinking like oh, very specific there, Trevor. So have you opened up the apartment? Is that <laughs> weird? Uh, that um, happened to you? Yeah. Uh, no, like just like thinking like, oh god, he hurt her feelings. Like it, yeah, it, I, I'm so mad at him, and then you find out they're dating, and you're like, well, this is yeah. worse somehow. Well, it's just like he is not prepared. Like he, you know, he cannot handle that. His his psychic shielding was not ready. No. Um, yeah. Um, and he, you know, he, he he does what Centaur does and just like runs. Yeah, he, runs he, away. Yeah. Um, this time for this time for sad reasons. Um, <laughs> He's not yeah. happy running down the slope. This although is the, although uh, honestly, it is better that you know he now on like you know it is the thing and it like comes up later in this episode like it, at least he knows what the fuck is up right now and he can be sad for truthful reasons. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not it. There's like there's a. I, I feel like the story of these two episodes of eight and nine is like basically Centaro just coming to terms with like the way things played out both in terms yeah. of Yurika and Jun. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot more going on, but like yeah. the actual sort of like story arc seems to be him being like, okay, like, why is this good? Like, let me think about ways this can be like actually a good thing. Yeah. Well, and like, in, and then in the next scene, it's Ritzko like having that realization of like, oh, my romantic desires change over time. Like, is it, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, like my first girlfriend, I was like, man, this is, I'm, this is it. Like we're going to get married. And then, you know, like three months later, it's like, Oh, I just feel nothing at all for you anymore. (laughs) I guess I am like everyone else. Um, yeah. And, um, and like, she's, she's like realizing this and going through it all, you know, it's not the easiest thing to realize about yourself, but you know, she's still knitting. You know, she has to stay committed to that grind. Oh yeah. She loves knitting, man. Like it's, it's just like, it's it's a commitment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like Richie comes in and like, you know, she's hurriedly puts it away. It, it, it's good. Ritz goes OK. He notices the knitting, though. Yeah. Which is yeah. unfortunate uh, for Ritz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He doesn't bring it up front and he goes downstairs um, where Santaro, you know, angrily drums. Uh, and this is like you know, a breakbeat, man. This is like yeah. this is like some some uh, some like crash core stuff right over here. It's yeah. it's rad. And like, and it is in this drumming that Centaur realizes he needs to get let go of the toxic emotions building up inside it and respect, you know, Yuriko's and Jun's agency to avoid the slightest risk that he gets red pilled. And he just <laughs> says like, "Yeah, it sucks, but I can't do anything about it." And you know, just sits down and is just like, you know, trying to reach Zen status uh, it's just like really just, I mean I don't believe it is one of the like the le- the least believable scenes that a high school boy could be that quick with it yeah but no you're right like I it, think it, but if we view Centauro as as a good male role model hell yeah hell yeah man well also it like it fast forwards by a lot of like the the really 
I mean, it would be painful to watch. Like any, yeah. and, and not painful in the fun or interesting way, but yeah. painful in the like, why are you showing me this way of like a boy getting over his first like yeah. broken heart? Like, it's, it's, oh yeah, come on, break. yeah. yeah. Um, and then Richie, you know, he's improved. Richie's improved so much. He, he's really, he's really he has. Doing, he's doing get, his best. Know, we've given Richie a hard time, but he is showing the growth. However, some old habits die hard, and he decides that, like, Centauro just saying, like, yeah, you know, I got to learn how to let stuff go. And Richie's just like, ah, time for my cryptic matchmaking to commence once again. <laughs> um, and it is just this wonderful scene where he, like, he does it for Centauro, and Centauro is just, like, deeply confused. Like, wait, what are you even talking about? And he, like, leaves and goes upstairs and, like, tells Risco, like... Uh, it's for, he doesn't say his name, but I was like, those are for Centaur, right? It's going to be great. He's going to love it. And then just dips. Um, and like Ritsuki is like, you know, very sad because it's like, I, I'm, hey, man, I, my emotions over here. I mean, the good um, thing is Richie never brings that up again, right? He never actually oh, yeah, says that. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't come up again. <laughs> um, and then like he, you know, starts running when he realizes that like, ah, this has made me really sad, but it's for the best. I just need to put the distance. Just need to get further away. <laughs> which, which, like, yeah, man, been there. It's really stupid, but been there. Right, exactly. Like um, he says, don't have a relapse. Like that, I felt. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. He specifically <laughs> says, like, don't have a relapse. I felt that. That was um, that was very which, real like, to me. Th- those those are the dumb, like those are the terms I would use if I was a teenager. Yeah. Um and um. And then we get the scene of Eureka's dad, like, reminding her, like, hey, uh, here's what these our family's class interests are. Uh, this, this Jin guy, nah, nah, I'm going to set up, we're going to do matchmaking. It'll be fine. Um, just get, like, no more of this silliness. Um, and, you know, she she clearly is, you know, not, not okay with that. Right. As she's walking away, we then get her mom, you know, bringing up the that her internalized misogyny is just begging her to listen, like, hey, just go with the flow. Just, just, just go with the flow. Be a good girl. Just do, do whatever he wants. Also, got you, um, got you an appointment at the old gyno in case, oh, uh, in case something happened. Yeah, which is real. <laughs> it's dark. I mean, what, like, yeah, <laughs> Keep no, your Saturday open. Cool, we might mom, need thanks. to get you an abortion. Uh, like the mom, like, uh, like has clearly not talked to her daughter about if you they there, have you go or away? done anything. Yeah, uh, but just like got this appointment. Yeah. Um, which like, obviously if, you know, if you need to go see, want to see gynecologist, you should do it. It's good. That those services exist. But like, it is that like rich, like parent thing of like, I'm not going to talk about these issues. You're just going to go see this doctor. It also felt it very too. forced where it was yeah. like, it was like, you don't have a choice here. We made an appointment with this person who yeah. will uh, fix the problem that you caused. Yeah. Like we're going to get this taken care of if we need to. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then the uh, and then the final and speaking of women's agency, Trevor, the the episode ends with Centaur in a Catholic church, um, the place we all love about the saints, right? We uh, we, yeah. we we love that news story and we love the church. I I I I love. Um, I mean, I generally love hierarchies. <laughs> and um, what hierarchical system has been better for South America than the Catholic Church? We love um, we love. <laughs> And none. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the episode ends with, uh, like, Centaur just, like, thinking through this from, like, what the fuck is Richie keep saying? 
Um, and then like it is when they're walking back from church and his little sister is like, you know, talking about the boy she totally doesn't like. Um, and, you know, like how she said she'd fun. marry him when she was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Centaro has his, you know, we get that one final flashback of this episode. Um, and it's just like, oh, it's Ritzko. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, so and um, yeah, is there anything you want to uh, anything else you want to cover from this episode, Trevor? No, I think we covered most of it. I mean, I want to I definitely want to talk about I want to get your thoughts yeah. on like Japanese politics in this point, particularly yeah. Japanese um, left politics. I think that's the thing that really needs to be added, especially as we get to the next episode. Yeah, um, I'll definitely get into that. Uh, two, uh, two things. Uh, first, uh, Brother June literally referencing the boot is just really, is just really funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thank you, thank you. This is dumb pandering bullshit, but thank you. It's cool. Uh, uh, secondly, when when he tells her that, uh, when like at the scene where he's like opening up his door and he just says like, that angry face of yours is my Achilles heel. Uh, Trevor, it is time to uh, find out more about you. Um, <laughs> my Achilles heel? How, how do you feel hypothetically, right? Uh-huh. About a girl that you like um, generally being angry at you or yelling at you, but in a way that makes you feel good. Um, I, are I, you uh, how 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 are you with that? I think it would be cool. Like I've always liked it mm-hmm, in an mm-hmm. anime sense. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing, though. I've never experienced this in real life. Like anytime well, anyone's been angry at me, it's not been pleasant. I'm I'm sorry for you then. Um, You've had people I, angry at you. People. I don't like have when, to. I, yeah, I'm not the host. Here. I don't have to answer these questions. I, I'm not a trial here. Um, yeah. No, I mean, like people. People love uh, when women are angry with them. I've just. It's. It's like it's never been you, something you, that's happened yeah. for me. I've never. You, I've never you, had a woman been, be angry at me, and I've been uh, pleased about it. I've had a lot of women be angry at me. Yeah, uh, and that's why you are you are woke you are woke white king, uh, male feminist of the year every year. Um, I I wish I was saying this just heard male feminist points, and really I had like yeah. a bunch of stories where I was like, oh yeah, I totally get why uh, why those gumshoes in old movies say they love w- women when they're angry. Uh, but mostly, I just get I'm just like, oh no, someone's angry at me. This is terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay, uh, shifting gears from my very good and well thought out um, bit. No, that was a good uh, bit. I liked it. Yeah. I, I wish I had a better answer for it, but I liked the bit. No, I mean, you had an honest answer, and that's all we can ask for. <laughs> I um, so, I, yeah, so some more general. So I guess, like, at the start, like, um, Dazai is no longer human getting a manga adaptation from Junji Ito. Probably has cued in more people that, like, oh, leftism has existed in Japan. Shit. Um <laughs> I really like that book in its original form, so I haven't read. I I just don't really have a desire to read that manga, but you know, it's, an odd it's pick out there. To have Ito do it, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like Dazai is like really well liked, and I'm sure, like, I like that is why, right? Like, he's like, ah, yeah. oh, one of my favorite books. I can do whatever the fuck I want, so I'll, I'll add in a this, weird. Yeah. I'll, I'll add in a weird ending, um, but um, so yeah, and. Just like, and yeah, so like in general, like leftism's been in Japan for well over a hundred years and still is to this day. Like, we wouldn't get like, you know, in the 20s, the Japan enacted the peace preservation law, which is like, you know, big censorship law specifically designed to crack down on like communism and anti like colonial, you know, 
thoughts and all that. Like, right, that yeah. wouldn't have, like, they wouldn't have had those laws if there weren't movements in Japan itself. Well, yeah. it's, a really, and, it's a really easy way, I think, especially in American uh, politics to explain, like, the occupation of Japan and stuff like that as like a good thing where you, where you say like, Oh, it's a very warring nation and they had to learn to be peaceful. And and it's just like, it's, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've remember being in history classes and hearing that fucking thing. Yeah. Like it's literally what we hear and it's like, Oh sure. The Bushido code. Yes. Yeah. We had to, we had to learn how to tame these, these noble samurais um, into, into making electronics for us. But like, the, like the, that story really, it does a good job of like, helping us feel better about the bad things we did. But like, yeah, it's, it's clearly not true. Like, I think at, at a certain point when you're older, you're like, wait, we occupied a whole country. That's not good. <laughs> we shouldn't have done that. And luckily it's the only time we've ever done it. Yeah. Um, I mean the one, the one, one slip up, yeah. one oopsie certainly yeah, aren't like, doing it now. Like, and you know, as we've talked about, you know, I'm in grad school for history, but like, this is, you know, Japanese history is by no means what my master's degree is. Realizing I have to get a PhD, who knows what the future holds, but oh. I'd rather not, th- I'd, I'd rather not think about my PhD ever again. So, um, <laughs> Moving this, along. yeah. And like, and this show isn't, you know, dedicated to like, ah, here's the Japanese red army. Here's like Kotoku, uh, Kotoku Shusue and Ito Nui and all these other. So like, I'm not like, this is a very short and condensed thing. You should not be like considering this, anything resembling a definitive history if you want to ask Trevor, like, for some reading information, I'll pass uh, along know, some stuff. D- yeah, DM him, and I will pass on stuff to him, and he Got can pass it on to DMs. you. Anyone can DM um, me. I promise I'll respond. Yeah. So just like beyond me, you know, going like Trevor, we're gonna watch Barefoot again, motherfucker, um, <laughs> for the show. Um, like, but you know, as always, take take it with you know, open your mind, man. Yeah. Um, and like, and as you were saying, both with you know we were taught bad history to make ourselves feel about better about America. But it is like, I understand why like these his, like histories of Japan, like a lot of other, you know, countries like the left, any sort of leftist part of it isn't taught. Right. Because the way cap, like a way capitalism gets to pretend it's not an ideology is a very selective archival of history. Right. So, yeah. You know, and Japan's, forgets, a, like, Japan's a fantastic example of that given yeah. its rise in like economic power after. Yeah. World War Two. It and basically is a story of like, oh, and then like reason took over and now they make a lot of money. Yeah. And it is a thing of like the language, like it has a, a language barrier, like much more intense than like Spanish or French. Right. So. And so, yeah. So you add in that and it's a lot harder. Um, and at the same like at the same time, though, and again, burned out grad student here. It's like very fucking tired, <laughs> fucking tiring that like most so much of the stuff is just like. You know, ah, here's everyone's favorite 12 to 15 Anglo-European cranks. I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm right. Th- I love all these cranks. I'm a crank. Um, but like, I feel like once you once you like dip your toe into like Japanese Marxism, it, it's very good. Like, well, yeah, or like in India has got like cool stuff. India has very good. You know, every, every everyone loves talking about Sankara, right? We love yeah. Sankara and Fanon. Please don't ask me to say anything else besides the trees, but we do love that. Um, um, as a, yeah, just, you know. But it always ends up being token, right? Like yeah. the actual work that people do is on white Marxists, not yeah. Marxists of color. Hey, man, I know all about Lukacs, right? That's 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 global. That's globalization right there. <laughs> Wait, Hungary. <a> <laughs> um, that's that is that is the 
I'm an Italian, and so I can't be racist of, uh, of Marxist scholarship. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, um, and like, uh, but like, on this, like, talking about, like, how, like, interesting a lot of this stuff is, like, treating, the, like, ah, uh, Japan's uh, sleeping left-com giant ready to, like, like <laughs> that's stupid, right? Like, right, sure. sure. Yes, the CIA gave the Liberal Democratic Party a ton of money, um, but, like, that money was going to Japanese people, like, fucking imperial japan existed right like um again the cops are there right um so you know generally a lot of these like first looks at other countries having left the side like does give it like man we're just one step away it's like when like unfortunately no Um, we're a bit farther than that actually yeah right yeah um and like and on a similar note like in general in a more general sense with like leftist media or popular leftist things like the right wing is very good at like seeing that stuff and exploiting it. Like it's very trite and overplayed and everyone knows it, but like, Hey man, that's what like the Nazis did. And that's what Mussolini did. Right. Exactly. They still do now. Um, and like, it sucks, right? Like it sucks that, you know, skinheads can look at like Joe Yabuki and go like, ah, yes, I love a shit no Joe. Great. I love it. And like, it sucks. Like I, it, it bums me out, but you know, it is but just you, kind of what happens. And you, you can see, you could see how that would work, how that would happen, yeah. where like it, you know, yeah, she's in a Joe and you're bringing that up because the, of the, yeah. of the, the, uh, the plane hijacking, which you'll talk about. I'll let you talk about uh, but more, like, more than that. But yes, but like, I mean, that's, that's sort of the inroad, but like, yeah. she didn't Joe, as I, as I'm to understand from the brief reading I did is a, like the manga is basically about a, a, a boxer who, uh, you know, is, is sort of like a, a long shot, like, a, you know, basically an underdog story and it ends in tragedy, but it's basically about like, you know, this, this, uh, this tragic figure who, uh, is an every man and everything like that. And of course that appeals to the left, but that kind of thing also appeals to the far right. I mean, like, yeah. that's why, yeah, and if you, and that's if why you're everyone that on your feed was talking about Joker. Cause I mean, yeah. not that that's like a particularly nuanced version, but like, that's why everyone on Twitter, both in the left and in the right, was like, this is the movie of the moment. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not I'm like, I mean, both of us have been guilty and probably will be guilty again of like over like giving something too much credit oh, because sure. of our own preferences. Right. Absolutely. But in general, like it sucks. I but, you know, there's no real way to firewall it. Right. Like, you know, it's like I mean, the classic example is like, oh, man, all these all these shitheads love Rorschach when Rorschach's the thing that's like. Uh, they're, they're, he's he's going the so bad like, guy. <laughs> and it's like, yes, totally. I'm right there. I'm right there with you, man. But these people are like, like these people are already assholes, right? They, yeah, would, you're they not going to. There's nothing you could have done. You could have had every line that Rorschach said had the like, here's how you should feel about what I'm saying thing. And it would just happen. Yeah, like what? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, what's the plan? Are you going to? Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. any, anyway, so. Now, finally, after that long ass introduction, we can begin to touch on manga. So in post, yes. yeah. So in post war Japan, like TVs were definitely like, uh, like there was a demand for that, but they were a luxury item, both like in terms of cost and also just like the infrastructure of you know, the electricity signal, all that. Like it, you know, mm. as it turns out, these cheap books a lot easier to circulate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And, and also, like, during this time, um, you know, obviously in the setting that we're in in the mid-60s, it's not as much. But, like, Japan went from imperial power with 
so many atrocities to American client state at the drop of a hat, um, mm-hmm. which obviously had some had some friction. Um, so in yeah, and then in 1948, you had uh, the National League of Student Councils, uh, Zengkuren. Never said that out loud before. Um, it became like a um, like I guess if you if you want to you know try to paste American uh, like politics on it like. In the civil rights movement, like SNCC, um, or yeah, yeah, I got yes, um, I got a similar enough thing, um, and um, and like they became a driving force of it because the Jap so and Japanese communism was in a weird place because for many uh, reasons, some more obvious than others, Japanese communism is never was never the most lockstep with the Soviet Union, um, and like. Mm obvious sympathies for any like left um like leftist movement that tried to exist outside of you know hey here's what the soviet union wants us to do uh in this time frame but japanese communist party not hey have you heard about the united states communist party (laughs) oh yeah cpusa they endorsed hillary yeah kind of (laughs) kind of like they 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 tried to go uh into the mainstream in the mid-50s um which really, um, so, so yeah, after, so that's when this, you know, student group like really became much more like a leading force. Well, yeah. Um, and I mean, it's not just, it seems like, it seems to me that it wasn't just like, and, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but like, it seems that it wasn't just like the Japanese communist party that, that, um, uh, uh, forsook us the, mm-hmm. the Soviet version of communism, like, uh, um, uh, want to get his name right? Uh, Yoshimoto, um, who, who oh, I'm, also I mean, ja- like Japanese. A lot of Japanese leftism in general is not like the, never super huge on the Soviet Union. Like, yeah, and he got of, he got basically yeah. exiled from the like he like a lot of communists uh, shunned him because he said like I don't really yeah. like the Stalin guy. Yeah, and like you know, uh, lots of ties with you know North Korea and Cuba. Like you know, let other movements across the world they worked with, but specifically. The Russia one was always kind of going to be hard. Um, sure. I mean, but, that's a, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, and, um, and like there were, um, like, and there were obviously labor groups, like, you know, labor unions, you know, were a thing. Um, unfortunately, I've become less and less of a thing over time. Weird how neoliberalism works. It is. Um, that's right. Neoliberalism yeah. works. The new slogan for uh, right to work laws. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a lot of the like this emerging new left came from, you know, colleges. Right. Like that's not a new story. Um, and like the, the campuses became, you know, uh, the place where, you know, a lot of the meeting happened. Um, and which me- which also means like, hey, a lot like these groups got a lot younger, very fast. Um, and yeah. I don't know if you've heard about both leftists and young people, Trevor. Uh, they like to fight with each other a lot. So, what? <laughs> yeah, you definitely, you definitely saw like in this like mid fifties time frame, you definitely saw a lot of like fractionalism and stuff, and it continued on for a while. But my God, that I don't, I, I, you know what? I don't even really know why I brought that up because it's not really important. Um, other than saying like, ah, they're just like us. Yeah. Um, well, no, and I, I think like it's. It is. It speaks to this, like, I think, urge in historical analysis that uh, we're obviously working with and against where, like, the 
the urge is like to constantly map it onto our own experience and say like, oh, this mm -hmm. is like this is like the U.S. version of communism yeah. or like what's happening in our current moment, and like it is and it isn't. Like yeah. there's there's elements that work and elements that don't work, and like it's why that sort of like analogizing always is not. I mean, it's convenient, but it never ends I mean, up. Yeah, actually like working. I've just I've done it in this, but yeah, no, it is. But you it always, is you always go back and say like not quite, reductive. not quite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and. And it was really in 1960 where a lot of like what we understand as like new left demonstrations really started going off because that is when um, ANPO, which is the security treaty between the U.S. and Japan, was amended. And it wasn't just like to be clear, like this is not just like, ah, the like these campus leftists getting really angry, like theater troops and the teachers union and yeah. like farmers, like general, like um just like we're very much against this um, and it and it continued to get worse once uh, this thing called the Vietnam War started uh, really really heating up um, and throughout like the 60s and through the early 70s like the like college campuses were very much had like you know these demonstrations and violence occurred on them yeah crackdowns um, and like these were not only like and uh, and it became and there was both an anti uh, like American military is ensign, but like you can't really do anti American military uh, without anti capitalism if you are not in America. So yeah, exactly. Um, and like I think the you know the the scene that happens in I guess it's the next episode in, in episode nine mm -hmm. um, where you actually see like a protest yeah. happen like that. I thought like the commentary from the people in the crowd, especially like the older people, the older woman who's just like, oh, what a shame these students are doing this. How terrible. It reminded me a lot of like the way people respond to any sort of like not, you know, totally, totally passive protest here. Um, just vote. Just that's that's what protesting is. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like it was I thought it was Here's a money. useful way of thinking about like, yeah, of course, like these people are occupied. But like there's a there's a certain kind of like hegemonic sort of uh concession that you give like you give a certain kind of like yeah we all choose to believe this thing and the yeah. thing we choose to believe is america's here for our own good and we should just like be nice and help them because we were in the wrong and, well and with. even if it's not just like you know that like ah what can we do right right um, exactly exactly so now where does manga come into this trevor i'm, I'm really that. excited to find out um the first so the first weekly manga magazine who uh Shukan Shonen magazine launched in 1959 wow. um and like it was a like incredibly rapid success right in, in less than a year there was million in circulation it was popular with college kids factory workers everywhere wow. uh you know unlike this podcasting thing that only white men like um no <laughs> other no other group no one's um, ever liked podcasting except white men it's a group yeah. of white men <laughs> uh, uh. But, um, so like, and this, and, and like, again, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm failing, but I'm doing my best to keep this somewhat constrained. But like the manga magazine is like the most defi defining thing from this time. But there's also the red book format, which is kind of like a rental thing. That's where Tezuka, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Astro Boy, Buddha, late in life, weird creep, like weirdness. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, that's where he like found a lot of his first success. So like, you know. Many, many forms. And, you know, through the 60s, as the medium, like, grew and advanced, uh, in no small part to a known Marxist, uh, Sanpei <laughs> uh, Shirato, who, and uh, he, his most famous work is Kamui, 
which what I've been able to read of it uh, kicks ass, but finding a full translation of it uh, does not appear to exist. Yeah, that's right. Uh, when, the, when the Patreon hits 20,000, well, well, yeah, I'll, I'll commission it. We'll get the rights from Viz. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I'm sure I, they're going to. So that'll only cost they, a fraction think, of 20,000. I, I think they like lost the rights and they didn't finish translating it. Oh, well. um, but, um, and like no scan leader groups have done it like fully. So, and again, sorry, moving on. Um, like there were, there was a bunch more like magazines and ways to get manga. There was a lot more formats and as like, you know, it grew, people were willing to like do more like kinds of stories, you know, people and like, including like, obviously anything's everything's political, right? You know, right. Sure. We passed postmodernism 101, but like doing the more overtly <laughs> political stuff of like, Hey, we're going to portray poor people as like good and fully human. We're going to depict class oppression and other, and like in sexism and all that. There was actually um, a thread going around on Twitter about like uh, LGBT representation in uh, manga. And uh, mm -hmm. one of the trans uh, characters they, they listed was uh a trans character back in like the sixties, like in a, in like yeah. a goofy joke manga. Yeah. And um, like, and like, and you know, fucking dirty pair had like, you know, a really good trans representation in 1985. Like right. this stuff, you know, it is not going to be on like the, I guess, CBS style like shows. Right. But like you could, you could find it. Um, so, um, and like the fucking like Fujiko Fujio, the Dorea man author, Trevor, you love Duray, man. Oh, yeah, any, absolutely. To any Yakuza listening, I would never disrespect Duray, man. That's Again, important I not think, to. I just bought the I, game uh, in, in, impulsively yeah, for the seventh I, time. <laughs> I, I think uh, to the four people left who get that reference, thank you. Bless you. But, like, but, but like, yeah, the Duray, man author like, wrote a manga about Mao. Like, mm -hmm, you know, right. This, like, this show was. And because of this coming up, the government took notice and be began a censuring. Uh, unit, I forget it, I forget its name, but like dedicated to manga, um, uh, which focused on like leftist and uh, weirdly enough erotic content. Hmm. It's wi wild that what? the state would erotic? do that. Um, <laughs> wild that erotica would be censored. Um, and yeah, and but it was a thing of like, you know, they just kind of will this thing to an existence. It was hard to follow. Like it was like hard to you know hard to track. Very decentralized. So. It worked in like a soft power way, but it's not like, you know, they shut it off overnight. Yeah, sure. Um, and and, you know, could continue talking. There's a bunch of stuff I haven't touched on. Yada, yada, yada. I'll link um, the article that you sent. Like, it's, it's yeah. a good article. Well, I think that uh, to be my to be the biggest shithead that I can be, uh, the, the article that I had you read for this uh, is, is a classic. I think its analysis is a bit uh, kind of wank. But yeah, uh, do it, it does a really good job of it. um, setting it out. Now, listen, it says like it opens with like uh, after the war, Japan could have been the Switzerland of Asia, which is like, man, <laughs> that rough. is some imagine. That's a weird imagination you've got. Uh, if that's like the dream, um, we love we love to be Switzerland. Yeah, um, like I realize I'm not a fan of the nation state in general, but I feel like even if you were. Um, <laughs> So anyway, continue down this wonderful road. Have a great time. But uh, one of the, one of the most prominent uh, mangas on on this initial like censorship list is one uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, like it's act, which is a, a Shida no Joe, which ah, you've talked, yes. it's, it, it's a boxing manga. Um, like the main character, Joe Yabuki, starts off like running away from an orphanage, living in, like, you know, in a town that is just like like poverty is the town. Right. Like, right. 
um, and like, you know, working, uh, and, and like, you know, working through it. Um, like he deal like he deals with trauma. He, um, uh, like it's a very international, like manga, like characters from different countries, good depictions of Brown people. Uh, like it goes on and like, Hey, the ending, like it's the ending is the only thing that like leftist endings can really be when trying yeah. to exist in a capitalist world, right? Well, it's the ending um, of the jungle too. It's just the it's yeah bad, <laughs> um, and like like and I shouldn't like I can like recognize this and say like ah oh, this is great, but like it is also like very like in my life it is very important to me because like when I was fourteen and on bed rest from when I first fucked up my back. I just like consumed all the anime for it in like a week and then read the manga. And then when I was like living in Oakland, I would like me, like I was just like, Hey, Hey, new friends, uh, let's read this shit. And we would. And like, I remember like, and I like, let's all, had, read, like, your, let's all read this manga together. And that's yeah. how you, that's how you figured out if they'd be your friends or not. They've made I good mean, friends. I mean, it, it like, it came up really quickly. But like, and I remember being at like the after school program and like being in the room with like my friend, like Carlos and Zeke and then Eric, one of like the staff, like coming, like we were like reading Ashid No Joe and like shooting the shit um, and making like awful fucking, you know, photoshops and stuff. Sure. And Eric just like came in the room and, you know, that's how I learned that Oscar Grant was killed by the cops. So like Jeez. in my, so like, you know, like it was obvi already obviously a very like formative thing for me. And now it is just like linked in my mind. And like my friend Carlos like lived off Fruitvale State. Like, like that was just like, uh oh. And like, you hmm. know, growing up, like I was not, you know, I, I was not, you know, I'm not a fourth generation Marxist rather than, you know, no, but like generally <laughs> like, ah, uh, these cops sure suck shit. And with some right. stuff with my family, like, it's like, ah, uh, Amer America's done some, some bad stuff. Um, but like at that moment is the like, ah, fuck man. Like it's, it's, it's real this right in it. front of me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like, and it, and like one of the ways that my friends and I dealt with that and like the immediate aftermath is we went from like, ah, oh, we really like this and we're going to read it. to like, man, this is like the only fucking thing we can talk about because otherwise. Oy. Yeah. We're um, going to, we're going to delve into some dark places. Yeah. yeah and I mean, but, that's um, like, that's like a lot of left movements though. Use stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like, where it's like, you have like a, it's like a metonymy. It's like, we can talk about yeah. Ashida no Joe instead of talking about like how much we want to give up. Yeah. And, uh, you brought it up, but like, like, and that was like, a, like my personal story with it, but like in Japan, like Joe Yabuki, like when Japanese communists hijacked a plane, like their statement was like, we are like, uh, we are Joe Yabuki. Like it was like, he, it's there. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it was like, yeah, there's no getting away from it. Um, he, it was, it was icon. Like when a care, like there were funerals for the characters when they died, there were, <laughs> I was, that's like, nice. When, when one of well, when one of the characters died, it was like ah, this character dying allowed Joe. Like there's some like like analysis of it is like this character's death is what allowed Joe to like fully shed his his capitalistic urges, uh, and so like it was like it was taken seriously, right? It was viewed not as yeah. just like ah, this is you know the kid comic shit. It was like no, this is worthy of like our care and like you know understanding, um, and like the author of it like. Iki Kajiwara did the story. Tetsuya Chiba did the art. Like they both 
great careers by um yeah wow i didn't know um, i didn't know they did i i wouldn't have thought that that was where they started but that yeah it was it was uh, i don't know if chiba started with it but um i know um and like kajiwara like i know he likes to say that like tiger mask which is a wrestling thing is like his yeah. favorite and i know tiger mask start yeah and like star uh, star of the giants which is uh you know another another sports baseball um uh, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot like, you know, in a historical context. Is it about like, the Yomi Yuri Giants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like, uh, start, like, I should have known Joe, like, hey, man, you you can like Tiger Mask more, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, a, um, it's more important. Yeah. So, yeah, like that. And like that was actively coming out, you know, in the like in this time frame. Right. So it was a very like read this manga, you know, go have a few other protests. Um, and there was others, right? Like, um, Akira Oze, like other than like that and Kamui, but like Akira Oze, there's, uh, the story called story of my village. Again, uh, weirdly enough, no English, uh, translation, but mm-hmm. it is, but it is like, seems like on, they're not translating some of these. Yeah. Weird. Um, um, so story of my village is like, Hey, uh, is like these farmers find out that an, an airport is being built near them. And with the like, it's not even an implication with like the understanding of the U.S. will use this airport to bomb the shit out of Southeast Asia mm, with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just like how they tried and like how they like try their best to fight against that. Um, and it's like I've you know, I've done my best to like try to like look through it. And, you mm-hmm. know, there, there are pictures and it is like a very like visually arresting like, oh, wow, damn. And it, like covers a large time frame. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, and like that was later on, and like even more recently, there's a manga called Red uh, Yamamoto Naoki. Again, suck shit it, suck shit um, translation. But like that is a very recent, like last ten years, like a look back at like, um, like, like recreating a lot of these like specific process events, and it like and like a very like hyper real like it like the kind of realism where it is not actually like the quote-unquote realism is really there as just like to emphasize the drama it's not you know, yeah actually going sure. for realism um and like and like you know hey and like it's it is critically acclaimed and it is you know depicting all these people in positive light um and it's like good there's like five chapters of it translated on scan later sites Jeez. um <laughs> and yeah, uh, like I like like re- like honestly, one of the reasons I'm slowly learning Japanese is so I can read a lot of this stuff and other like cool stuff. I mean, I got to admit um, it; it becomes very tempting. Yeah, very fast. Um, and just like in general, and like there's a ton more stuff. Again, I could just lead off the laundry list. Three is probably already too much. But like when I talk about, uh, you know, I I don't think I've really. D- gone off the deep end of it on this show yet but i have to you like when i talk about how much i like love all these old shows and books and stuff it's not just because it's like oh look how big my brain is because <laughs> i know this obscure thing and i recognize that Dazaki's a good director and versailles like a nice show it's like nah man these are like capital m marxists and left is like they're just in it um yeah. they're 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 doing it yeah, and I feel like that's like that's still something that is, and I mean you've said this before too, but it's like still something that is so under examined about uh, manga and anime and like it, yeah. all this stuff in general. Like the idea is that oh well, you know this is about um, 
this is about people who are, you know, this is for people who are just like children or this is for people who yeah. like are toxic men or whatever. Like it's, yeah. it's just like, it's, it's the actual history of the form is not taken seriously at all. Yeah. And like, it, and I, 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 yeah. And sorry, uh, you know, thinking about friends, sorry. Um, but, um, <laughs> we love so thinking should, about I friends. Sh- I should, I shouldn't have done the, the foolish, you don't know, Joe story. My mistake. Um, and, um, but yeah, like, uh, it is like, you know, Western comics, I mean, less so in like this post, you know, big two cinematic universes nightmare, but uh, it sure. is like the, all oh, this shit's for kids and pervs. And like, uh, like, listen again, there's a lot of bad shit out there. Right. Um, a lot of it's very popular and it's a um, lot of it's for pervs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, listen, H- high dive does great works. They only put old. They only put old mech shows and then just the most fairly horny things on their service, and I salute that. Sentai Filmworks, thank you. Um, I always liked. I always liked when I was watching anime uh, as a as a kid, and like the people who would watch it with me were like they liked cool anime, and then they also mm-hmm. just like they would just show me Slayers or whatever, and I'd be like, Hell is, yeah, this is super horny, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes, like we're, the world is hard and cold, as we've established. <laughs> Titty is soft and warm. Sometimes we just um, need. Sometimes we need to watch a little Slayer. So yeah. Um, listen to Slayer and watch Slayers. There you go. I'm re- I'm really glad that this is where the you know the really quick, like quick introspective and like honest yeah. conversation led us. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, it's it's I I feel like that shows how honest we're being, right? <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. <laughs> I mean, we still have another episode. Um, but yeah, like, do you have any like quick questions after that? Yeah, um, I guess like I guess the main thing I'm wondering about is so like when when like publishing became more because obviously like you talked a little bit about the way that um, mm-hmm. government uh, censorship and things like that sort of impacted the way that these these uh, mm-hmm. books were put out, but like thinking about uh, American presses and like how the consolidation of comics into like the big two made mm-hmm. an already sort of like reactionary form, just like kind of constantly, if not just like boring, then reactionary. Um, what happened when like big publishers sort of consolidated things in Japan? Because obviously this is like a big money market now. Like this is like a, not yeah. a small thing. Well, I mean, there, there's already been like, you know, the crashes and booms and stuff, but yeah, okay. I like, I understand we're talking like in the current sense, like there are still, the manga industry is weird, and again, we don't have nearly enough time to talk about it. Um, but like, yeah, generally, like you know, you're not gonna end up in Shonen Jump if you're like, ah, here, here's my character, Marks Engels. You know, <laughs> obviously, you can end up in Die Buster with a name like that. But, um, uh, but like, no, there's like, there is a lot of like small. It, it is a thing of right, like, there's a lot of like smaller art house indie like not like not even published like publisher published stuff but to get that in america you would need to have like one a really good understanding of the japanese language itself and two enough like cultural understanding of where to look that yeah. it's just like a, like even on like a scan later site it's not gonna generally show up um that makes sense i guess that's like, sort of like, like it would be like sort of finding like um Stuff like like my uh, friend of the show Alex Deegan's work. Mm-hmm. If you were not like in the circle of yeah. all the comics, yeah, and it's like it's like you can imagine like hearing about something like subnormality, but just like I don't, who's going to translate this? Yeah, um, 
so yeah, and I, and you know, and like, a, and it, uh, also like a lot of things from smaller authors now will just like be put on their Twitter. Like that's like the format, right? You just put four pictures up on your Twitter, and that's <laughs> comic this week, which. <laughs> it already makes it harder to like pull down and be like, ah, here's this cool thing I can follow as a dipshit American. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, and like uh, a lot of those will get like picked up and stuff, but you know, it is, it is hard. I, and Hey, maybe it's not hard if maybe I'm fucking up and missing something big, but maybe yeah, someone, it, if, 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 if someone knows how to easily find this stuff, please let yeah. us know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it is. Yeah. Like, Cool manga still coming out. Leftist hmm. manga still coming out. Getting it, especially in a like uh, legal in you know I, I like intellectual property sense, not as easy. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, any any other any other questions, um, comments, concerns? Has there been any? Uh, and I'll I'll ask you this, and I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I I could think of others, but maybe we should we should do just like a bonus. We have another episode. episode. Yeah, we have yeah. one more. I don't think episodes nine is going to take us too long, but it because it's mostly it's a really neat episode to look at. But yeah. plot wise, there's not a lot. That hey, happens. the best music in the show is back in episode nine. Oh, so so good. Um, but uh, yeah. So like the 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 last question I have is uh, so has Ashita no Joe had a um any sort of like resurrections? Like I know like. Classic <laughs> manga has this all the time. Um, oh man, I mean, yeah. So Megalobox, uh, Me- uh, Megalobox is like a new in- interpretation's weird, right? But it is like, hey, we're we're not remaking it, but like Megalobox is Bashida no Joe. Not as good to me for what are likely obvious reasons, sure. but like, yeah, and it is still like rec- like. Even if you don't like, even if you're not some of the views is like, ah, oh, this leftist masterpiece, like Ashino Joe's still like, a, like, le- generally like legendary. Okay. I mean, that's really yeah. interesting because like, there's nothing, I mean, you could pick out a character like Superman yeah. or something like that, but because yeah. of the way that, um, because of the way that Japanese comics do, comics creators like have limited stories. I mean, obviously shonens are, are a little different, but like, even they have yeah. like beginnings and ends. I mean, the idea. Yeah, like of, one once one piece ends, Luffy will not like show up in like, you know, another author will not get their crack at Luffy 10 years down the line. Right. And it's like it's similar yeah. to thinking about Kids on the Slope where like I started it. I was like, oh, man, I love these characters. Like I'm going to gonna be such a shame to not have them in 12 episodes. And at episode nine, I still love them as much. But it's like, yeah. actually, no, it's good that they get an arc. Like it's good that yeah. they have an ending. Like yeah, that's closure. Like, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, I, I feel that all the time in novels, but like yeah. in like media like this, I don't. And it's just like it's interesting to look at how American media trains you to think think of like continuation forever. Whereas yeah. like I mean, and, and yeah, it doesn't we're going to get a Star any, Wars movie yeah. every year until we die. Exactly. And it doesn't produce anything except sort of exhaustion. Whereas yeah. like Ashita no Joe is considered like a really important work by a lot of Japanese people. It's like it's yeah. it's a different it's a difference and, and it doesn't reflect well on us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Like again, with like the star Wars thing, you know, one of the like criticisms you'll see of like the new star Wars movie is like, you know, I'm not a star Wars fan by any means, but like <laughs> one of the, like if I were to say like interesting things about those first three movies is that George Lucas, like very clearly wore his influences of like, you know, Kurosawa movies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on his skin and those to like a, sometimes an insulting degree. Oh yeah, um, no. I mean, it's basically like just the, hidden fortress. Like that's, yeah. that's all. 
So. Uh, whereas, like, all Star Wars content now and until the end of time is just, like, my influence for this Star Wars thing is Star Wars. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and it's, like, I'll, I, you know, and, like, hey, that's, you know, just... And hey, capitalism figured out the trick, right? Congrats. Yeah, the um, trick is the trick is it's people like seeing the thing that they've seen before. Yeah. But it also means you never get stories that you can remark upon yeah. and say, like, this story is important to me. It's always yeah. just like these ideas and characters are important to me, which is much less powerful. Yeah. Damn. 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 Uh, All right. Anyway, so episode nine. <laughs> yeah, so remember the show we're talking about? Yeah, um, kids on the slope. Uh, I mean, episode eight was like, I mean, we talked about this off air. Like, yeah, like I like the show fine. It's it's I would say it's good, um, but like the reasons like ah oh, this should be the first show was like you know inserting the whole like hey Trevor, have you heard about leftism? Um, and as it turns out, Trevor has passed the test. I did hear about leftism. You you can often tell about it on most no cartridge shows. I understand. Um, but, <laughs> I did um, the leftist show. <laughs> no, yeah, I did. I did. No, you did. You yeah, did. I did one. One. Yeah. I, that, I, that's all I need. Uh, you've done good work recently. We're proud of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah. No, who knows who else yeah. is proud or not Seth, proud of you? Uh, Seth is probably proud of you. Uh, yeah. No, he uh, is. He is. Uh, yeah. He he does. He did say that this whole podcast was uh, his idea. And uh, we stole it from him, but uh, you know what? Excellent. That's good. Um, good. And he gave he gave us his blessing then. But the nice. um, the yeah no I like I I think you know episode eight is really sort of like the moment this stuff kind of hits in in a in a in a, a clear way. Like you sort of get the sense of like I was saying either to you at the beginning of this episode or off air or both like the politics the way the politics come into play in in these series of episodes was surprising to me and like. The main surprise was that Jun didn't like it wasn't like, oh, Jun has gotten into politics and now he's like this like strange guy. It's more like, oh, Jun has like really done his best and tried this really is, hard. Like and, this like, isn't the Harry Potter out. thing where Hermione discovers slavery is bad and then everyone yells at her for over the course of the rest of the book and it just never happens again. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. And it's like like these episodes um um, are very much around like situating this story, which we've obviously are invested in at this point and like situating them in a larger world. Yeah. And also like it, it's, it's all these things. And then it's also the idea of Jun not being like a perfect person and like just yeah. making mistakes and like having to deal with the mistakes. Like one of the, God, so, like, I can't believe I talked about fucking Harry Potter. Sorry. I'm just, like every, every, hey, you know what? It every like game. three weeks, a friend like will remind me that Harry Potter's like, real. The, well, Harry Potter is real, and in it there is a race of beings that like slave that exist to be like slavery is good sometimes. These are the they're they're good slave owners, um, which I mean like very British, right? Like how that's the most honest thing a British author can write. Um, anyway, episode nine. <laughs> um, uh, so the episode starts with June opening up a letter that he got at the end of last episode. Uh, he, like he went back to his apartment and is like, ah, mom here. And then open it. It's like, ah, no, it's, it's your comrade. Um, and the letter is about, uh, the comrade embracing the truest form of socialism known to man. Starting a publishing Start, company. <laughs> starting a publishing company. Hell yeah. Motherfucker. Starting a think I, tank. <laughs> like, obviously, obviously when I first read this, 
uh, or first saw this episode, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Now I think that might be the funniest thing in this entire show. It's really good. Um, I yeah. like also that it like uh, like we mentioned Yoshimoto and like the whole arc of uh, Yoshimoto is um, <laughs> is uh, in many ways Jun like. <laughs> Many, many, cool, cool, Jun's a cooler version. Just, but, um, oh, I don't know about that. I mean, uh, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not. I'm again. I'm not an expert yet. Uh, PhD, baby, coming 2027. 20, uh, um. So, uh, but anyway, it's Christmas time again, Trevor. And you already know it's that's going to be plot relevant because I was, why else would it be Christmas? Except that it's um, Sen's birthday. Oh, that's that, uh, that's uh, actually yeah. Nobody says that it's Centaur's birthday on Christmas this time. <laughs> They don't say it is immediately. It does come up, but uh, yeah, only backhandedly. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah, and like it opens up with this great scene, like you know, Richie and Ritzko are on opposite ends of the room, and like the crowd of like high schoolers are like, "Hey, you want to come to a Christmas party?" Um, <laughs> and Richie's like, "No, I don't. I, that's not my scene." Um, and then. Uh, they ask her it's going. She's like, "Nah, I'm gonna be at the church, and like Centaro will be there." Uh, and then Richie, still trying to do his, like, "I just need to put distance between us. It'll, I'll stop feeling one of these days." I've so discovered bad. of John Green, if you will. Um, is like, it just immediately like, "Nah, man, fuck it. I'm ready to party. I'm down with the clown." Um, yeah, I, I think I can go to this rock party. I'm gonna have a great time. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, next scene, just like at the party uh, and Richie's just to me like, no, man, I don't I don't. This is not my scene, actually. And like that girl asks, like, if he knows. Oh, um, if he'll like, sing along with her. He goes like, oh, yeah, sing along to this song with me. And, he goes, <laughs> and then he just curls up, looks into his glass of water and just says, like, I don't know the popular song. So good. Such and like just dad energy. Yeah. And then it's just immediately like. I wonder what Centaro is up to. I wonder if he and Ritzka are having a good time. It's, it's, it's so good. He even says so at the end of the party, stupid. he goes like, I went to that party and just thought about them the whole time. It yeah. must be really pathetic. Uh, yeah. And like he's walking back from the party. He's in the he's he, he's in the park, you know, the park where all plot happens. Um, <laughs> and uh, who's there but Ritzko on the bench doing her her thing, which is, you know, knitting. Thing. Um um i and you know we get and then like they have like a somewhat awkward introduction because richie brings up like ah, and for Sitara again and she's like dude can you shut the fuck up um yeah but, she actually like, gets mad at him which is good yeah. like it's 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 important that someone gets mad at richie every so often yeah um and uh you know he, then he goes to sit down and like you know melt there they like start having a conversation and then just PDA happens in front of them and they're just shook. It's great. Yeah. They don't like it. Um, <laughs> it's American yeah. PDA, too. Uh, that, yeah, it is. It is the sailor boy. Worst kind. Um, yeah, uh, tr- truly. And um, and then after this, Richie, uh, uh, like she drops like her, her yar and he picks it up, gives it to her, asks, like brings up like ah, Centaur will love this. It's great. And then. Uh, I, I didn't know stories were allowed to do this, but in mirroring itself, <laughs> this makes Ritzka really sad and she she runs away. Um, yeah, I thought actually like stories had to t- say on the top that like Ritsuko has like an internal monologue and says, I have seen people kissing and I realize that yeah. I cannot kiss 
the person I yeah. love, and and I must in fact uh, abandon this quest. Yeah, yeah. She 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 leaves the park again, and this like in a state of like you know confusion because like why is Richie doing this, and you know just the general sadness. She just chucks her knitting in the trash, um, like and he's like clearly like her just being like I'm done. I don't want to fucking have to deal with this shit anymore. Um, she pulls a Richie and says. I won't. Re- I, I, I'm not going to relapse. I'm throwing this in the trash. Pretty, pretty much. I like, and in, in a lot of ways, like their their relationship has inverted, inversed a little, right? Yeah. Now, like, you know, um, but not in the usual like Chud way, where it's like, oh, now she wants to date him, but he's out of yeah. her. Like, it's more like, oh, I think I like, feelings have changed, <laughs> it's, and it's, now it's I don't. It's more know. like his eyes are now on Centauro. Yeah. Waters are. I feel like, I mean, yeah, which, I feel like, like there's, yeah. he's much more interested in his real good friend. Yeah. And like wanting them to be happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, fuck my happiness. Um, <laughs> Boy, I've done I, that before. And, and, you know, it's talking about confusion and, you know, sadness. Time time to check in on um, Brother Jun and Eureka. Um, it's going your, great. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we get, we cut to Jun who's just in the, like, like pitch dark apartment, just like hot, like going like, uh, listening to static gotta, on the radio, man. Yeah. I felt that. listening to, listening to burial. Um, just like really <laughs> like feeling it. Um, and then we get Eureka is just like, you know, at in the lawn of her palatial estate. Her mom is, you know, just like, ah, you, you'll be great. I love it. And one more thing. And you're just like, yeah, you're, you're going to tell me not to talk to him again. Yeah. But the cat run, it is a cat, right? Yeah. Chet. Okay. Yeah. Chet. Yeah. Chet. Oh, yeah. Chet. Yeah. I Chet the cat. The name was... It's yeah. a great cat um, name. Perfect cat name. Yeah. Well, Chet Baker, right? Yeah, that's um, right. That's yeah, right. I didn't even uh, think of that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, again, Chet Baker is what he sung when she realized, like, damn, Brother June, am I right? Um, <laughs> Everyone realized it when he did that. Yeah. Um, like, the cat runs away. She goes, like, runs to capture the cat. And, there, and then we just get, like, the shot of Brother June just being like, Hey, what's what's up? Uh, so you know they're they're trying they're trying to work it out, um, and then and then we you know after after that we are back at the record store. Yeah. Um, Centaur like Centaro is behind the desk. Ritzko gets there. He gets on his knees and starts speaking in like a very formal way of like, "I'm sorry if my buffoonery has ever caused you inconvenience." Um, and then, like, he just starts, like, clamming up when he, when, like, he talks about, like, if your feelings. Um, yeah, because he doesn't, and, he clearly doesn't feel th- that way about her. And so, like, yeah, he's trying but, to do it nicely. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, he he says later in the scene, like, we're family. So, um, but, she, but she, again, you know, do, having the emotional intelligence leaps and bounds ahead of this, just, like, views this as the perfect opportunity to give him a bunch of shit. And, and she's like, no, dummy. And he's like, oh, was I wrong? And she's like, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's like the joke of like, it's good that you didn't tell me this like a couple months ago. Yeah, that was like, like that was my favorite line thus far in the show. It's just like yeah. it's because it's so good. Like it, it's funny. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. It's funny, but like it also just like it's a really perfect distillation of like why it's like hard to grow up where it's like, yeah, I'm so glad you told me this now and not a few weeks ago is like, yeah, a silly thing to say, but also an absolutely like real way of approaching, like being in a relationship or like not being in a relationship. Like 
things can change and you can grow up that fast and like Ritsuko has and it's like yeah. and she's not cool. gonna tell Richie about or sorry not Richie she's not gonna tell Santara about it because he's like oh what do you mean I'd never tell a blockhead like you. yeah you dumbass um yeah just a, a really a really good scene um and then you know we got the happy scene so now we must get the sad scene um mm-hmm. so we're, we're up at a shrine Jun just some really great melodrama just like per like pitch perfect put it on days of our lives he is facing away from her and the sun and he just says like i gotta go back to tokyo yeah and as he hears like and as uh, eureka hears this like a bomb of wind just blows her hair going everywhere it's really good it feels like it feels like yeah. a it feels like a, a melodramatic anime at this point which yeah, it hasn't been but like they do it so well played uh, perfectly. yeah it's some great melodrama and like we get the running track of her mind of her like that's like the opposite of what i wanted him to say like why why would he say that um but then like she runs into ritsko which is like I like their friendship a lot, but a lot of the way that they run into each other, it continues to be one of them is feeling sad. The other one provides comfort. Yeah. Which, I mean, good, good. It's a good friendship. But once you recognize that, it's like, ah, uh, they're about to show up. Yeah, this is a little this is a little bit predictable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, so Ritz goes dig- digging through the trash. You hear someone um, coming like, ah, oh, is this a homeless girl? Um and uh Yurika's like hey what what are you what's what's up um and uh, like after she uh um and is like i'm i'm gonna help and ritsuko's like nah you you're you know you're high class lady you're not gonna you're not gonna do this and then Yurika realizing that she can begin her class trader journey in this moment rolls up uh, her sleeves yeah rolls up her sleeves like no i'm gonna i'm gonna find this also, I do need you to tell me what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, she, and, like, she does find the yarn. The two of them, like, are in the alleyway talking about Ritsuko's evolving feelings and how, like, she's learned, like, ah, oh, this is what I want to pursue. Um, which, you know, Yurika has her own moment of understanding. Like, oh, that's a good idea. Fuck. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we get uh, back to the park where Brother June is telling uh, Richie about Tokyo. Um, and then, you know, gi- I've given Richie a lot of shit for his matchmaker brain, right? But this is the one case of it working extremely well because his um, <laughs> immediate reaction is just going into the basement. And um, smacking Centaur. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not going to play these drum shithead. You're going to go see your lifelong friend. Um Richie, I think at this point, I feel like after episode seven, Richie uh, mastered friendship. Like I think Richie, he gets Richie's friendship grown up. now. We we we've given Richie um again more, uh, like his fair share of shit, but Richie Richie's coming out okay. Um, and then yeah, and then this is where we get that warship pro, uh, protest, right? Like the nuclear like uh, aircraft carrier. That's what those boats are called. The aircraft carrier. And we see like the students coming down. There's like the old like the people commenting, and then uh, Jun just like doing a thing about like ah oh, this is the di- like the diversity of tactics is very important. They might view me as a traitor, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a fucking lot of newspapers. Um, right. Yeah. And, and I um, mean, as as our uh, longest side sort of suggested, maybe that's not such a bad idea. 
Yeah, and you know, like you know, as like a diversity of tactics is important in leftism. A diversity of tactics is also important in telling your lifelong friend that you do want to still be friends with them, because while Centaro can't say this, he can give him a letter of challenge. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in the basement, like Richie's like something like, "Hey, dude, where, what the fuck are you doing? Like, talk to your homie." And then Jun just like comes down and is like, "Yeah, I got like, let's do this." Uh, and then. Um, Mr. Mukai, um, comes down, like, it's like, ah, the quartet's gonna do one last, one last go of it. Um, and, but, like, and it, like, starts out strong, but you quickly realize that this is the Centauro and Jin show, and they're arguing through the music, and, you know, I, I, I enunciate my voice like that, but, like, it's a, it's a very affecting moment. Yeah, it's basically, like, Richie and, uh, Pops are trying to play along, and, uh, and Richie stops before Pops does, and basically says, like, Oh, this isn't a duet. Like they are actually like duking it out right now. Like they are yeah. fighting each other. And th- and then afterwards, they do use their words. And Tara's like, "I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life." And Jin's like, "Yeah, me, me too, man." Um, and then we get the and then you know, Brother Jun's at, at the train station now, uh, and Yuri because they're waiting for them. And we just get an extended version. Of, again, we, we talked about uh, earlier, Trevor, how much you want a woman to be angry at you. I mean, um, this angry part, I could under... I, I, this is more determined than angry. We well it, well, it starts off with, like, just a very extended, like, hey, why didn't you call me, asshole? Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I've got these four questions for you. Um, it's a, and it is like, why didn't you talk about this with me? Why didn't, like, why didn't you think of bringing... And he's doing... Like a, a subdued, but still that same version of like I'm I'm gonna isolate myself, and you're not gonna have to be like damaged by me by like coming into my orbit and all that. Um, but when although and the, although she does like put him on blast in public and just like, hey, why didn't you do it? like why did we only kiss, huh? Like oh man, that is be- that is a brutal thing to have to watch happen where she's just yeah, like. The, the questions are like, okay, these are these are important funny. questions, and then she's like, and why didn't anything happen? Like, oh, yeah, is it because Brutal. you didn't? Is it because you didn't like care about me, or was it you like were like up your own ass so much? Like, oh, I care about her so much, and <laughs> I couldn't. Um, but like after that, oh, you know, he's just like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing this because I want you to have a great life. Um, and like, I think he in that moment as he says it, like there is part of him that believes that. Um, but then, like, he gets on the train, her parents show up, and they're just, like, they're, they're big shitty rich people. They're like, ah, oh, you left during our matchmaking, matchmaking session. You will yeah, return, you young mean. lady, right now. Yeah. Um, and, like, the train starts going, and in that moment, he's, you know, he's like, nah, let's see if she can actually do be a class trader. And brings her on. Um, you know, she she'll have to change um, her last name on all of her posts, and she'll have to start a nonprofit. Um, <laughs> but I believe in her. I believe in her. Um, now, please give her a little more credit than that. No, no, no. She, I I I do, I legitimately believe in her. Um, it was it was a. I, I told you, and then this was true. Like I I outwardly gasped. I mean, I was watching this by myself, but like I I gasped when I when he pulled her into the train because I honestly thought that she had jumped on the tracks. Like I thought that was the way this ended, where she was like, "I'm going back home." Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be who I was, and like I thought it was like, oh no, it's she's gonna die, and that's how it's gonna it's happen. It's gonna be bad end. Yeah, but no, it is, it is, you know. 
it, it, it is the really funny, like, uh, we're gonna, uh, like, do sexual innuendo, but pull back thing of, like, the first thing we, we do when we get to Tokyo is go to my room. And, and you, sh- you should pro- you should probably cut my hair. Yeah, and that was like so one of the one of the that was really funny. One of one of the um, one of the things I really liked about um, one of the things I really liked about the uh, the the arc in this episode was how um, it like reflected. Sorry, the way okay. that Jun. Uh, talked with uh, like how his relationship with pops and also with jazz kind of kind of worked mm-hmm. where like uh, the like the whole point of like his whole thing with jazz was, you know, is this an OK thing to be invested in when like there's a class war going on? Um, is this like yeah. is this something I can be doing? And then like at the end of the episode, like the first thing he does or says he'll do is get his haircut, which is what Pops told him to do because yeah. he like respects Pops and really wants to like. Well, and it is, and it is also a thing of like it is okay to pursue a romantic relationship while also trying to make the world a better place. Yeah, and like I think like it was it was the it was the moment where it was like oh yeah like he has to deal with this idea of like, is jazz important or is his friend who like lost his hands, lost the use of his hands and like now thinks that he's going to be a better person for it. Is he right? And one of the last things he says to, to, uh, Centaro and, um, and Richie is like, I you guys have to keep doing jazz. Like you got to keep doing jazz. You can't stop. And like, it was one of those moments where it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like it can, it's okay to make art and, and like try and make the world a better place. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and uh, we there's only one more scene left in, in this episode, and it's like it's not really important. Um, it's you know, kind of important. They're 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 in the basement, and uh, Richie uh, opens up the piano. And, oh, knitted gloves. So nice. So, <laughs> so such a nice. great, just a great, uh, great way. Because uh, you know the piano. The piano is how he, you know, confessed to her, and now she is, you know, confessing to him. And and doing it in such a way that she respects uh, his hands, which are an important part of She's his... She's respecting the hell out of his hands. That's, and, um, that's correct. Yeah, and, like, that's the episode, uh, the omake for This Is Great. Oh, it's, it's so the, good. I loved it's it. the actual piano player. Uh, <laughs> she's like, ah, I'm Richie. You want to you wanna do... Like you want to go get a drink? It's so and good because like I was so confused. Like it, it, it yeah. absolutely succeeded what when what it wanted to do. I was just like, wait, but why? Yeah, and like Ritz, Ritz goes like like boy, your voice, you're different. Your, your Kanzai accent, your mannerisms are different. It's, it's yeah, great. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they 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 pull they pull a little bit more out of the uh, out of the old um, discussion yeah. about accents and uh, and dialects and stuff. It's it's very good. But, um, yeah, no, was, uh, that's yeah. Fantastic yeah. set of episodes. I mean, just like a mil- obviously, like if you're listening to this, you probably know this because we've tried to touch on all of them and it's very difficult, but like just a lot going on in these episodes, like just a, a, a ton of different, um, like super interesting and super complex, uh, ideas that like the, the that's not just the music. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's like, it really is like, it, it, it's an episode, it's a series of episodes that it, they don't, like, one of the things I really liked about the series of episodes is that it doesn't lose, 
it doesn't lose focus on the like the the point of the story, which is that you know the whole point of the story is um is the romantic part. I mean, it's not like that's the only thing that happens, but like the romance and the friendships are super important to the story. And like the introduction of politics here is not at the um, expense of that. Yeah, it is, it is like, how does this stuff fit into a larger world? Right. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's really good. Like, like I, like when I was like, wa- like watching the, the first like seven episodes, like, Oh, this is, you know, a slice of life. Like, yeah, that, not to denigrate it. Like I like slice of life stuff, but like, I, I feel like I know what's going on. It's a good one of these. And then episode eight happens like, oh, like it's still that, but there's also all this stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a serious extra layer in there for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. You're, you're, still, you're still liking it. He's not I do. Just doing the, he's not just doing this because it's, it's a revenue source. No, I'm not. I'm actually enjoying it. Um, now, you know, who knows if that will keep up? You never know. Yeah. You know, the instant I pick a show that he finds dog shit, uh, it's going to be exciting. I wonder if that'll happen. I, I, I tend to think it will not happen. Um, well, well, there's only one way to find out. That's true. To continue listening. It's, it's, and, to, uh, it's to purposely pick a show you think is bad. So, yeah. So <laughs> next. Yeah. Next episode will be the, the Patreon. Like, we'll, the Patreon we'll only up. episode. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We'll be rounding up the, the series. I'll. You know, more thoughts. I'll do some like, if you like this part of the show, you should watch like that stuff. Uh, and, you know, talk more about what our next show is. But since there are people that are listening that aren't yet patrons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should probably tell Patreon. them where to go do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Hagelbond. Patreon.com. Uh, no, no, it's Patreon.com slash No Cartridge. Oh, slash No Cartridge. It's actually uh, even changed in the opener because uh, one of my good oh, nice. one of my good friends who always is looking out for me kept bothering me about it. Um <laughs> So. Um, yeah. Um, but, but, you know, there are people that aren't getting to the show and who probably would like to know in advance what we're going to be watching. So, yeah. um, you know, how we just talked about, uh, she didn't know Joe, uh, cl- classic sports, uh, manga and anime. And, uh, I've said this to you before, Trevor, that, um, sports anime is the best anime. Yeah. Um, the finest, a, the finest example of it's anime not a, out that's there. not a controversial opinion. And, um, for this, we will be. Uh, the original, the original form of this is from one of my favorite, um, uh, manga authors, Taiyo Matsumoto. Uh, we'll talk about him more next week. Uh, it, and he wrote ping pong. Now ping pong, the animation, uh, comes from, uh, Masaki, Yuasa, Anyang Choi, and the people at Science Saru generally, you know, considered, you know, great, great people. Two good stuff. And, uh, it's, it, tre- Trevor, Get ready to say hell yeah, motherfucker, a lot because this show slaps. Really? All right, I'm excited. Yeah. I I've, yeah. I've been Ping waiting for I've been waiting for a sports anime, and I know that uh, let, yeah. you you've been you've been very open about how good um, about how good uh, um, uh, this particular Sorry. anime is. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This. Yeah. I mean, you also like no nobody's gonna be the like ah oh, he's not that good because like, even even his worst stuff is like like a ride your wave is one of like his most recent like movie probably like the worst not, like the thing i've liked the least from him and uh, i i like watched that and it's like yeah you made a shinkai movie that wasn't dog shit good job <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> um and, and yeah like uh ping pong's great it's got you know great art style uh sp- you know sp- you know, sports, like sports anime and stuff, it's like 
you know, you can generally predict the plot of like the sports arcs of these shows. And like there are great animations around all of that. But that's that's not why you're watching it. You're watching it for everything else that's going outside of it. That's right. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about it more next week. I'm and obviously when we're covering it. And that's Trevor. Anything anything else you want to say before we end? Uh, no, just thanks for being here. Thank, Piss, thank you for thank you for doing all the all the heavy lifting on this one. I was really enjoying it. Oh, uh, you know, it's it, it gives me something like that feels good to do because uh, I'm still on my uh, grad school research trip, which is nice. A lot of waiting around for stuff to get translated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's just the way it always feels with yeah. almost with like any number of things, especially if you are a historian. Yeah, waiting around. It's fun. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, and we'll talk next week. We'll talk. We'll talk next week, Trevor. And by next week, you, you'll started reading Dora Dora, right? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I believe I will. I uh, I wanted to many times and then just didn't because it was like uh, I put you on the spot. I mean, I love being put on the spot. Don't don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, uh, that, the fight or fight reactions of one Trevor Strong. <laughs> Maybe I'll read my first one after we do, after we're done recording yeah. here. That the, wouldn't be a the, bad. The thing. Todd Pinkston of podcasting. They often call you that. That old alligator arms. Um, all right, cool, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you soon, Trevor. Have a have a great week. You know, have a blessed week. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hagelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N really really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh the many people who make the show uh you know myself included but also our producers and various co-hosts um and and writers and artists thank you so much for listening please remember to like subscribe share any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you are accustomed to